This is Booker T, five-time WCW champion. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett. This is WWE Hall of Famer Tito Santana. Yo, it's me, DDP. This is Nigel McGinnis. This is Hall of Famer Ron Simmons. Hey, this is the franchise Shane Douglas. This is Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man. This is ROH wrestler Adam Cole. This is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. What's up, bro? This is Impact Wrestling superstar Robbie E. Hey, what's up? It's the ODB. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley. And- you are listening to the official Wrestling News Horse podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsHorse.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsHorse.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Horse Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abbott. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 268 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. My iron body is invincible, so beware. I am beware. I'm- yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't talk. Okay. Good. Not particularly. <laughs> okay. You can follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore A Bear. Doug makes a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome to the show. We've got lots to talk about this week. We got your feedback. We're gonna skip Raw this week, which is unprecedented. We've never done it before, just because we already recorded our uh, our. WrestleMania predictions. And we're going to record it again. It just feels oh. weird to go out of order. Yeah. Like and we went out of order. And so that kind of, it threw us off a little now bit. I watched Raw for the first time in like eight months. And we're not going to talk about yep. it. I mean, fuck yeah, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> fuck that shit. Zack Ryder beat Chris Jericho. Charlotte beat Becky Lynch. Kane and Big Show beat Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. The Authority uh, and Roman had a segment. Uh, these nuts beat your face. Kofi beat Alberto Del Rio with a really sweet little move that he did. That was cool. Um, the Dudleys and Triple H attacked Roman Reigns. Kalisto defeats Connor and Ryback chants Feed Me More. Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman and Dean Ambrose have a segment where Dean Ambrose whoa, doesn't whoa, even whoa. talk. I said Feed Me Schmores. Feed Me Schmores and Doors and whores. whores and all the other stuff that runs with oars. Um, Emma defeats Paige. The Divas brawl. Eva Marie makes a save and joins Total Divas team. Uh, Sammy, Ziggler, and Sin Cara defeat Kevin Owens, Miz, and Stardust, even though the crowd really... Crowd didn't get a fuck. Yeah, they really <laughs> crap on that one. Yep. And then uh, Triple H and Roman segment again. This time they brawled, and uh, it was... The Dudleys super, were there. Super serious this time. The Dudleys were there. The Usos were there. Everybody was there, and we all... Except for your mom. Except for my mom. That's right. She was not there. Uh, so, yeah. So, welcome to the show. We're going to talk about feedbacks, and we're going to talk a little bit about NXT TakeOver. As we mentioned, we're going to give you our WrestleMania predictions. We'll talk a little bit about Lucha Underground. Maybe some Total Divas action as well. Um, nope. Hot, hot topics, <laughs> and, of course, Q&A. Nope. So, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing yeah? good. Yeah? You ready? Ready for that shit. Ready for this weekend? Yes. It's yes. going down. For real. It's going down for real. No. no. Wrong song. Oh, I'm not singing the other one. Just sing it. I hate that song. I hear it Come every on, hour. Take I'm control now. No, you're gonna. This stop. is my house. Stop it. This is right my now. house, baby. Doug, how take are you your doing? Clothes off. This is the path of my destiny. 
Hey, again, I don't. Where, what are you going? Where, what is this? He's pointing his what dick. Are you saying, yeah, he's pointing his dick. I'm not pointing at my dick. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the show. Doing all right there, Doug. You ready? I'm all right. for, you ready for Mania? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You ready for NXT Takeover? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Sounds yeah, good. man. I got to invite to your house. Tell her so she come over to your house Friday. Apparently, I'm everyone yeah, over. Apparently, people are just being invited to my home. I'll have to m- check with my wife on that. Make sure everything's There's going to cool. be like yeah. other people. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Oh? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got some cool people coming up. Yeah? Yeah. Just like that? Yeah, just like that. When I move, you move. Just like just that? Like that. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes. Since we're not going to talk about Raw, let's talk talk a little bit about Chicks, some man. feedback that we got. The first bit of feedback we have is from King of Not-So-Strong Style oh. from YouTube. Hi. Uh, saying, Shane will win at Mania. Someone. In so is he Shinsuke Natamura? Oh! <laughs> I like it. I like it. That was so fucking bad. <laughs> but you I know like what? How, I like when he acted like it was real fucking good, though. No, that's the kind of humor that I dig. I think that, that actually was pretty funny in my mind. So, uh... <laughs> I'll have a I good laugh it. at that later. I like it. So, uh, saying Shane will win at Mania, someone, parentheses John Cena, is going to interfere in the match, which will set up WrestleMania 33. Cena isn't the top babyface anymore, since they're making Roman the top guy. So, Cena will finally turn heel, and it will be Undertaker versus John Cena at WrestleMania 33, Undertaker's last match. Thoughts? Oh. Uh, I mean, we kind of talk about this in the predictions part of the show. Yeah. I think it's uh, plausible to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you can move the mic now. Although, I mean, <laughs> Cena was on the Today Show. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a pretty high... Profile. Well, he's been doing that for a while now. Hey, man. He'll pop up there. Well, I still think he'll promote help promote WrestleMania, even though he's not right part of it. Kind of like how the Wyatts promoted WrestleMania by opening Wall Street. I don't get that. I don't either. It felt so out of place. You watched the video? Yeah. Of them? What they just what they do? I saw them clapping. That was about they it. did that thing where they push the button and it rings the bell. Ding 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 ding. Were ding, they ding, out ding, of ding, character ding, like like No, I mean they were in laughing. their gear like just standing there. Uh-huh. And then they were then Braun was clapping and that was kind of awkward to watch. Uh, I mean, I think his uh, scenario is plausible, but my only contention to his statement is that uh, Cena's. I, I'm not convinced Cena's still not the man just because he's been out. Maybe people feel like I'm know, the man, but me. I don't know, man. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, yeah. me in. So, uh, but yeah, thanks for the feedback, King of Not So Strong Style. Uh, other bit of feedback we have is from Canadian War Machine, who we uh, had a question from last week, saying hi again. Hi again. Hi again. Hi. Uh, in regards to your response to my question last week, I totally understand where you guys are coming oh. from, as I've almost stopped watching uh, wrestling when TNA was doing really bad stuff. Hogan and Bischoff, I think, were a big part of what... Uh, as of that as they wasted a lot of the company's time and money since they did not really bring in any new fans and just hired their buddies however a lot of that is also on dixie and her lack of awareness and if by a lot you mean all because she's the one that hired them and they're just trying to get their paper just like lesnar was just trying to get his paper when he got a super cush schedule you may not like it but you can't blame the person for agreeing to a deal that's really cush for themselves so if by not all you mean, I mean if you mean by most you mean all is Dixie's fault then. Okay. 
I'll agree to that. <laughs> okay. So, however, a lot of that is also on Dixie and her lack of awareness that she does not know how to run a wrestling company and hires the wrong people. I hope that they can go back to where they were and gain a lot of the fans back, uh, like Doug. Doug was a little harsh, I think, uh, I think saying they are actively hurting the business and whatnot. I guess because I've spent a lot of time even making reviews of Impact and money through merch and pay-per-views invested in TNA, it's a little hard to hear people just shit on them. Uh, I'd say that I try to live by what Thumper's dad told them in Bambi, where if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Um, but that would be a lie since I shit on WWE all the time with my friends. Anyway, sorry for the long message. Just wanted to respond to you guys and whatnot. Thanks for reading my comments and questions. Keep up the good work. Look forward to the podcast every week. I mean, a few things about that. Again, like, and none of this is like uh, us, like, taking um, anything out on Canadian War Machine. It's not, we're just responding, like, honestly mm. to what what he's saying. And um, they didn't quote-unquote lose me as a fan. Like, I, again, like, because of my job this past few months, I have not watched literally almost no wrestling, including WWE. So it's not that they lost me as a fan. In fact, I probably watch as much TNA as you on what my schedule is normalized Canadian war machine. It's uh my, what I was saying is I can't blame guys like Daniel and Tyler who wrote them off because I feel like they are deserved in that reaction from the fans. So they haven't lost me. If my schedule was normal, I would still be watching their show, even though I think it is uh, not a great show. But um, I mean, I can't, f- I know there is like um this thing with fandom where like you feel like partly responsible or connected to the success or failure of something that you're a fan of. So I I completely identify with that. I'm not like shit talking you Canadian um, war machine war machine. It's 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 not a personal buddy. It's just uh and I, and it may be harsh. You may think it was like harsh that I said that I feel like they've actively hurt the business, but just because it may be something harsh to hear doesn't necessarily mean it's not true. And again, like what I said was there aren't exactly a lot of companies out there or a lot of uh, television companies out there that are looking to work with pro wrestling at this point in time. And the few that are TNA has cycled through and done really bad business business dealings with. So when TNA inevitably goes out of business, those people who were willing to deal with wrestling are a lot less likely to deal with wrestling in the future. And so anyone that has, who comes up that is competent in running their business and is looking to make a real run at being a legit alternative and a real number two company in the U S is going to have bridges burned that they've never even set step foot on. And that's what I mean by they've actively hurt the business. And I think that is a fair assessment to be honest. Yeah. Cause it's going to be hard for any company to go to spike or destination America and say, Hey, we'd like to put a wrestling program on. They'd be like, no, we've done that We're before. Not hey, well even yeah. Destination, destination America had two wrestling yeah. programs. And then I mean, they just cut look both at all the guys that have been there for years that are fucking hauling ass. I mean, mm-hmm. Bobby Reed and uh, Eric Young are just the latest examples. Yeah. Those guys have been there for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, Unless they have a track record of not even paying their people half the time, or yeah, hey, that's alleged, but that is like, you know, supposedly like a lot of problems. It's just they, they're. I, I honestly feel like they're a mess of a company. Yeah. So, but thank you again for the uh, for the feedback, uh, Canadian War Machine. It's always nice to hear from our listeners. We do appreciate it. And if you are listening to us and you've never uh, 
said hi or anything like that feel free to you know we're we're fine with with without well, we try to address i do want to shout out can. canadian war machine for like as like i appreciate that the guy can have a like dissenting opinion from ours mm-hmm. and still like care enough to listen to our show that's real fucking yeah. cool because a lot of people are like you're these, wrong these and... fucking assholes <laughs> got it wrong and then like i don't i, I forever don't want to hear what they have to say no so i fucking like you know, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah when we it. first start, there was a lot of people like that. And they kind of like distanced mm-hmm. you know, themselves or whatever and didn't listen. You know, that's fine. Yeah. You know, or whatever. It is what it is. We're open it is to your opinion is, yeah. as long as you're open to ours. But no, I agree with you, man. Uh, Canadian War Machine, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. So, uh, like we said, we already ran through Raw. Uh, just a blitz of it real quick. Uh, let's talk about NXT TakeOver because this is one of the things that I think a We're lot looking. of... We're looking. We're really looking forward to as a this wrestling week. show. We're looking forward to watching it. Right. It's got you know. It's a stacked card, and it's taking place on a Friday. So for those of you who are going to be waiting until Saturday to watch it, expecting to see it live, well, they're going to put it on the network. Yeah, it will be available shortly thereafter. But uh, for those of you who want to be the first to see it, just take into consideration it is on Friday night. Not normally. Normally, it takes place on a Saturday night, but they're doing the Hall of Fame Saturday night. So NXT Friday, Hall of Fame Saturday, uh, WrestleMania Sunday. There is a three-hour pre-show for NXT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good lord. The, the All the pre-show. events are official pre-shows for NXT. All right. There we go. I'm like fine that. with that. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so let's talk NXT TakeOver Dallas. Uh, at the moment, there are six uh, scheduled matches, and it's probably going to be two hours, I would think. Something like that. Um, first matchup that we'll talk about, Austin Aries versus Baron Corbin. We're not giving like, official predictions, but we are going to talk about the matches and, uh, I guess, pick a winner, someone that we like to see win. But, uh, what is a prediction? Um, unofficially predictions, yeah. Unofficial predictions, sure. So uh, Austin Aries going up against Baron Corbin. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, again, like I have not seen much of any of the programming. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of like the uh, my perception of Corbin as like the anti like independent guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Aries. I feel like he should win on the coming in, especially Corbin's already sort of like jumped him like when he de- quote unquote debuted or whatever. So I feel like that is a logical thing to happen. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I I really haven't. As far as the story itself, I haven't gotten to check out enough. Yeah, I didn't see what happened after the episode after um, he got jumped. So I don't. They didn't really have any confrontation, at least to my recollection. Well, there's there's a uh, not on TV, but there's uh, a match someone put on YouTube. It's uh, Joe and Corbin versus uh, Balor and Aries. Yeah, did you watch that? No, I did not. So a house show match or a TV match? I think it's a house show. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. I don't know. Uh, Austin Aries is a well-known name. They're trying to establish Baron Corbin as a top heel uh, on NXT. I could see Baron Corbin getting the win. Uh, actually, I could see either guy getting the win, but I think they might pull the trigger for Baron Corbin instead. Uh, I think it depends on what they're looking, what type of a role they're looking to utilize Aries as. Yeah. Um, if he's going to come in and be like a player... Uh, he should probably win, but if he's going to do that whole like player coach thing, where he's really just sort of there to help some of the guys grow because he's a little bit older, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit more seasoned, then you know maybe I I can see you know putting Baron over. Depends on how they're going to use him. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. I just feel like Baron might get the win because they're going to have him be the the big the big guy, not in relation doom, to. I mean, obviously, huh? Hair hair throw of doom, obviously. Oh, of course. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, Tyler. What do you think? Um, Would you shit your pants the- if like Corbin just did the hair toss like I did in uh, 2K <laughs> 16 over like over here. and over? I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but no, um. I mean, I, I, I do see the point, but my heart's like, I just want Aries to go over. Yeah, that's fine. We'll see uh, We'll see how that all plays out. Uh, next matchup we'll talk about, NXT Tag Team Championship, the Revival going up against American Alpha. I have not seen a more gifted, athletic tag team since like the days of Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, which you know they constantly get referred to. And compared to, um, I think it would be foolish not to have them get the titles here. The perfect um, time for them to pick up the titles. Yeah, like. the revival as as fine and solid as they are in the ring, they they're not as popular as American Alpha. Um, even even though Enzo and Kaz never won the the tag team titles, which you know I feel like a lot of people wanted them to. I'm okay with them not and just going straight to the main roster. They sort of never needed it. Exactly. Uh, I feel like this would be a good time for American Alpha to really shine, get up to that next level. You know, they'll be tag next teams for shit. a little bit, and then they can lose it to whoever you know later down the road. But you know, American Alpha is your top top tag team right now. The thing about Enzo and Kaz is they are so fucking good at being so over, mm-hmm. but they're not the greatest like workers per se. Right. So like if you're gonna establish like continue to establish credibility credibility for a title, like it doesn't you don't necessarily need guys like that because they're over on their own without the title and they're not gonna lead credence like physically to the title. Right. So it's uh you know it's not really a waste to give it to them, but it's like. It's like you, you never really need it. Yeah. I mean, they're so over with the crowd. They've got their gimmick down so well that, you know, they don't really need anything to establish themselves further. Not to say that American Alpha does, but it's just a little bit extra that, that could help them along. Um, and I, I think that this is going to be an outstanding matchup um, with American Alpha getting the win. Tyler? Yeah. Yeah. American Alpha? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, let's talk about Apollo Crews versus Elias Sampson. This one's got, this one's one of the few that's kind of just thrown together. Um, they're, they're trying to like um, pro, uh, elevate Elias Sampson. Yeah, just because he's getting so much heat from the crowd, like go away heat. Uh, yeah, he walks out with a guitar. He's all mysterious and wears a scarf. Is he like a repackage of a previous gimmick? I don't think so. I don't think so. This is like debut gimmick? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with this matchup. I don't, to be honest, I don't really have a whole lot of interest in it. So what do they cool, They do they put uh, Cruz on ice? Because they sort of like... uh, He kind of just stalled out there for a little bit. Well, it was too soon for them to go all the way with him, but they Mm -hmm. brought him in hot and they pushed him up. But it seems like they just put him on ice. For a yeah, pretty much. And this is sort of just uh, just something to help him pass the time, I guess. Um, so maybe he. Feeds. I mean, he's a fan favorite, from what you're telling me. Yeah. Samson is like hated. So pretty like, much. <laughs> the Bayface goes over someone. I mean, it makes sense. 
let the good guy win against someone people genuinely hate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go cruise on that one as well. It's re- I mean, it really is a toss-up. So, however you want to pick is probably going to be the right one. Um, Tyler, any thoughts? Not really. Okay. Um, let's get into... There are three matches on this car. Well, aside from the tag team uh, championship match. Uh, three matches that are going to blow everyone away. Uh, the first one we'll talk about Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> that's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be the end it's match. Got my wet, you boys. think so? Or is that the end match or second no, end no, match? No, no, no. NXT no, no, no. That's championship. That's gonna be right match. where he put it. But it's <laughs> make your panties wet. And my panties wet, boys. Yeah. You need to bring a change whenever you I, come I, watch. I, it. I might bring three pairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll lay some towels down for you. <laughs> Good. Don't get on the couch. Don't I'll, get on the couch. I'll wear some Depends. Yeah, you can sit in the kitchen where there's tile. <laughs> just, just tilt the TV a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think that this has a possibility to disappoint just because everyone's, ex- everyone's expectations are so high that mm-hmm. I feel like it. They, they can't maybe truly match the expectations people have for them, but it could be so, so good, guys. I don't know. Like, I have high hopes. I, I, I'm He's trying to cool off. I hope. I just don't want to overhype He's it and feel disappointed. But I mean, if two guys can deliver, it's these two guys. Big, oh yeah, big match, knock, and I mean Zane. Zane knows how to work that. I mean, I feel like Zane has sort of like stuttered on the the main roster, but I don't think he's been given much to do if anything, mm-hmm. from what I could tell. And uh, but. Haven't he, really given him a chance yet. But he's real fucking good, guys. Not that I need to tell anybody that he's real fucking good, but he's real fucking good, guys. And guys, not that I need to tell anybody that Nakamura's real, real fucking good, guys, but Nakamura's real fucking good, guys. And especially, <laughs> like, I mean, Nakamura has this reputation of, like, um, when he's on, he's fucking on. Like, if it's a big match, big match knock is a thing. It's like, if it's a big match, like, he's fucking here to deliver. He delivers. But he sort of has a reputation of, uh, sort of taking it easy on unimportant matches and stuff. But, mm. guys, this is his debut, so he's going to fucking bring it. Zayn knows this is a big match. Nakamura knows this is a big match. Woo, boys. <laughs> I'm a little hot and bothered by this. Yeah, you need to cool You're not wet now, right? Fan yourself Woo. off or something? We need to get the fan turned Gentlemen. on. Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> this could be good, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm having, having good hopes. One thing, I, I mean, mm. how do you think, and I asked him, the other day, or whatever. But how do you think he's gonna fare with other people other than Zane Nakamura? Yeah, I think again, like his reputation is like if he's in a pushed position and it's a big match, you can fucking count on the man to deliver in spades. But is it aces or spades? What is? Do you deliver in spades or do you deliver in aces? Either one. What is the saying? I have no idea. Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Besides the point. Whatever saying I just fucked up. Pass you with know, flying colors. You know what I just go with that one. You know the saying that I meant that I fucked up. You guys get it. But, uh, you know, I think it depends. Is Nakamura going to be, I mean, the the shit against, like, Elias? I mean, I don't know. Like, why, why bring Nakamura into, like, unless he's just, like, squashing dudes like Samson? See, I thought, my impression is he wasn't going to be long for NXT, but he was just going to, like, debut there and fuck around for a little bit. Yeah, then but, uh, learn the style real quick. and I mean, it's not... He's a seasoned he's a seasoned guy. I mean, I don't buy the the learn the style thing with a lot of guys. I mean, there is a certain caliber of guy that transcends the learn the style stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think he's one of those guys. So, 
I don't know. And he's he's already going to be making the big bucks, right? I mean, he's not making what you know some of these other guys. Yeah, he's not making what Enzo and Cass. Well, like he's he, I, I want to say really? that I heard that he's already making like main roster money. He while in NXT. He, He's here to be the face of the WWE in Japan. He's a big fucking star in Japan, mm-hmm. and he's here to be an ambassador for the WWE in Japan, yeah. mostly. It just so happens that he's also really fucking good. So, like, <laughs> you know, so we're in for a treat, hopefully. Nice. So, um, who are you going to pick? Nakamura, man. Come on. Yeah? I mean, that's that's another reason <laughs> why I don't think Zane is getting the, we'll get, I guess, I don't know where you're going to splice this in because we said we re-recorded. That's before our WrestleMania prediction. Okay, so this is another reason why I don't think Zayn is... <laughs> uh, he's pulling w- double duties. So that's another reason why I don't think he would he would win because yeah. you're going with him in the other match. I also think that's one of the reasons why it's not going to be a, a traditional one-on-one between Owens and Zayn. It's okay. like give him a give him a little bit of rest. Yeah, Especially after gonna, going up against Shinsuke. Yeah, he's probably going to eat some knees. So, uh... <laughs> Tyler, you're getting bumped up too. Yes. Hot and bothered? Yeah, Nakamura wins, no no doubt. No All right, doubt. Tyler? Same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, we yeah. say a lot of like, you don't bring X in to lose, but goddamn, you don't bring Nakamura in. <laughs> <laughs> Finger poke of doom. Sami Zayn wins. Yay. <laughs> I mean, look, I love Sami Zayn. Don't get it wrong. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'll go with. With Nakamura as well. I mean, with the way you guys are talking about it, I feel like y'all what was it? Uh, beat the hell out of me for the, picking someone um, else. I don't know when I was watching it or whatever. Uh, Corey Graves says, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, um, that's bad for Sami Zayn." That's like he's pumped for a match, but no, this is a death sentence. Yeah, <laughs> I like how they said that. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, another match that's sure to uh, to do justice to the fans and. Have people talk in NXT Women's Championship, Bailey versus Asuka. See, this is what I think has a good chance of of like being most talked about, just because I feel like, again, like Zayn Nakamura is so hyped that people aren't talking about like this. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I feel like a while back we had this discussion where we sort of like ranked the the NXT women in a way, and I felt like Bailey like slipped to the the lower side of all our lists mm-hmm. but like i think that was pre all this like we all the takeover it was pre all the we Sasha. realized like hey bailey's really fucking good too yeah. you guys <laughs> so like bailey and oscar have a good fucking match yeah like i think like this is probably i can see this coming out being the match of the night just because it's not going to be as analyzed i think as zane um Nakamura and mm-hmm. the expectations are probably a little bit lower, even though people are hype. Don't get me, don't get yeah. twisted. People are hype, but like that's not the the, the Zane Nakamura is kind of overhyped. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's gonna everyone's right. expecting it to steal right. the show. Are people hype for the hype, bros. Woo woo woo. You know you it. Know it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Sorry. this is gonna be good. Don't get it twisted. This is gonna be real good. Yeah. Who do you think uh, goes over? I mean, we sort of get to it in the, uh, I guess, the pre-recorded uh, <laughs> Mania predictions, but I'm going to say Oscar wins and Bailey debuts on Monday after. I'd really like to see that, and I hope that works out. I'm going to go the same, say Oscar gets the victory. Bailey's had a good run. She's been, you know, like she was the one that got left behind. She was supposed to. Out of the to. four horsewomen. I think she was, was she supposed she to. She was supposed to, and then she, she got, got hurt. injured, and hurt. Becky yeah. Lynch took her place. Yeah, somebody had to carry the fucking torch when everyone else left. Yeah, it's like, all right, I'll carry the flag. And she excelled. I mean, yeah. 
we talk about like her fucking matches with like uh, the Oscar match is going to be great and the Sasha matches were great, but like, she had like she carried people like Nia Jax to like pretty decent matches, and that yeah. is yeah. that's as impressive as <laughs> having a good match with Sasha Banks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That and uh, Eva Marie. Yeah, I mean. Bailey's a real deal. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, she really is. Uh, she's a you know she's a fan of of wrestling. She's I like her uh, Macho Man st uh, streamer things that are coming from her arms mm -hmm. and her legs. Very good throwback. Yeah, it. and of course the wacky waving flip war. I'm playing the two man. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so Oscar our picks to to possibly win. Uh, main event time NXT Championship on the line. Finn Balor, Samoa Joe. Uh, a lot of rumors about Finn Balor. A lot. I mean, a while back, the rumor. I mean, obviously, there's all this uh, bulletproof Balor Club made debut Monday's talk, but then there's also a ton of talk about Joe coming up after yeah, Mania. After Mania yeah, yeah. So I don't know which way they're gonna go. I also would not be surprised to see like an NXT guy in the uh, the Battle Royal. The ah uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's a possibility. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I don't know. I have not again like since I have not seen any of the programming for any wrestling. I don't know where they're leaning with this. Um, you think Joe's gonna take it? You think it? You think it's time? I don't know. Do you man. think he's getting called up? Uh, one of the either or. Do you think either of them getting called up after Mania? I can see it go a couple of ways. Uh, I can see Joe getting the title, losing it. You know, a few months later to maybe Apollo Cruz or, or Baron know, Corbin or no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Baron Corbin. You thought yes. about it. I no. saw you like. Uh, no, he's going to be NXT champion one day. I mean, after he beats Austin Aries, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Hair whip of doom. Yeah. With with Finn Balor, <laughs> you know, debuting on Raw, Bulletproof Balor Club. Uh, or it could go the other way. Have the Bulletproof Balor Club debut at NXT TakeOver, take out Samoa Joe, so that Joe goes in to the main roster, and now we have a heel Finn Balor, you know, with a with a faction, do you think it is more advantageous for him to debut on Raw as a heel or a face? No matter what he does, he's going to get a face reaction. Only unless he does something to to change it, like if, if he's do, attacking someone or something like that. If they, if, they, if they do Balor Club, I think he has to be heel. I yeah. think if they do the club, he's got to be heel. Oh yeah, right. for sure. I don't think he'll be good as as a face. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I'm going to say I, Joe uh, gets the win. Okay. I mean, okay, Hal, he's had the belt for a good stretch. Yeah, since since the uh, live from Tokyo thing. Which uh, was... Beast in the East. That was last year. It's, it's I think they, year, they keep huh? saying it's like, oh, it's 280-something days or something. It's, it's been a lengthy run. Um, and he's had, you know, several defenses, and I feel like this could be the time for him to finally turn it. Sure. So... And Joe's a well-established guy, and you know, I want Joe on the main roster, but He'll like I want him. I know in time, uh, <laughs> if not coming up, um, but I also want him to have the NXT title. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with him having the NXT title. Cool. All right, so uh, that's gonna do it for our NXT Takeover Dallas talk. So definitely looking forward to that one. Uh, we'll do our WrestleMania predictions. And then we'll talk about some uh, Lucha Underground. And some dicks. Hey, cut it in right here, Daniel. Okay. We got to hear those picks. We, we got to hear those picks. 
We've got to hear those picks. <laughs> so, uh, WrestleMania 32, AT&T Stadium this Sunday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, at the moment, there are four, one, two, three, four pre-show matches, and the pre-show is going to be two hours. Well, Daniel and I didn't realize that until Doug said it, and we looked it up. That's correct. Two hours. Yes. Wow. Was so, that... Uh, Last year they have was it a two hour. It was just one hour, I believe. <clears throat> I mean, the show's been the show itself has been four hours for a few years now. Mm-hmm. But they 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 added that like hour pre show last year, so it was five hours last year. It's yeah. going to be six hours this year. That's uh, that's quite the marathon. It's going to be quite a trek. Can you stand six hours of WWE? <laughs> I can. Yeah. I, I think we can. I think it's just going to be a fun time in general with all of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, friends and food and good times. It's going to, you know, it's not. It's not that we can't stand <laughs> it's the others. Well, it's that I imagine with the way they're marketing the network this month with I get WrestleMania for free. Mm-hmm. Six hour show is not the way to attract new people. Right, that's a that's a big <laughs> commitment for someone who is not already a fan. Yeah. Us, we can do that. We do that. I mean, we watch countless hours of wrestling every week. Right, but if you're trying to lure new people in by making this free and then making it that marathon of a show, to me, that's a questionable tactics. Yeah, or I mean, you could always just say, well, in in regards to other championship programming you know your your ufc your uh, nba or your nfls they do have a lot of pre-game you know stuff going on so not not necessarily everyone will tune in for that they'll tune in once the show actually gets underway but if they do they're going to end up missing four matches that are being played as you know i mean if they're going to miss four matches of very little consequence right but i mean it's just i guess it's just a thought I don't mm-hmm know. But uh, as, as of right now, there are 11 matches total for the card. So four are going to be on uh, on the pre-show, leaving the other seven to be on the main card. So original thoughts on that? I was kind of hoping they were just going to do three, so we'd have eight on the main card. So you can have two per hour, but it looks like we're getting uh, something different. Um, it would not surprise me at all to have these things shift around a little bit mm-hmm. day of. I think that happens from time to time. I don't yeah. think it's out of the question or unheard of. But, uh, I mean, all the matches that are on the pre-show feel very pre-showy. Yeah. So, <laughs> pre-showy. A couple of things that were thrown together at the last minute. Sure. One match that not all the participants have been revealed yet. Uh, you know, one is a championship match. Which but is weird. It but has had next to no build. Right. I understand why, but it's still weird for a championship match. Right. So, uh, so with that being said, let's get into uh, to our predictions. The first uh, first pre-show match we're going to talk about uh, today, Usos versus the Dudley Boys. Uh, now, this is just a traditional tag team match, no implications, nothing you know, really. You know I hate to say it. Sorry, I don't mean it. No, you're good. I hate to say it, and uh, I'm just going to come off bad here, but... Uh, <laughs> I feel like who cares? <laughs> yeah. That sounds horrible. That really does. That mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how I feel. Um, they've had a storyline, yes, but it doesn't seem that big because I know they 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 are doing stuff with. I mean, there's Roman Reigns and the Usos and right. the Deli Boys and all that stuff. But I, oh my 
Gosh, I, I just hate to feel like I don't care, but I, I don't care. Just not a whole lot of interest going yeah. into this. Yeah, I know there's not, to me, tag teams are using right now. Right. So this is kind of a logical thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but I don't, I, mean, I, I don't really know what else people would expect the Dudleys to do in 2016. They came back. They put New Day over. Yeah. They put the Usos. So they're probably, I mean, this is segueing into picks already a little bit, but I assume they're going to put the Usos over. And, you know, what else is there for them to do as yeah. a team in 2016? But put the two tag teams that mean anything, any amount of anything in the WWE over mm-hmm. and then move on. How long, how much, or how long is on their, I can't talk. I'm sorry. How much longer is on their contract? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, from my understanding, was it, it was like a, a multi-year deal? deal. Yeah, two or three. Um, wow! So, I mean, they're going to be around for a while, but wow, wow, wow! Where wow. it goes? From I mean, there. they may help, you know, other tag teams that mm-hmm. come up in the future. But I mean, I'm just gonna go with Usos. Usos <laughs> to win. Yeah. All right. I mean, I already said Usos. Yeah, Usos as well. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Usos as well. I feel like this is a chance because I feel like whenever the Usos came back. One of them was injured uh, right at WrestleMania last year, I believe, and they were out for a long time. I felt like they lost a lot of steam, a lot of momentum, and they came back. Because they were pretty over before yeah. they went out with the injury. Yeah, and then they came back, and I feel like it, they, they lost a lot of that traction. Were they supposed to take it from the New Day? Uh, I felt like at one point. Possibly. Maybe they, you know, they might have changed. Uh, uh, changed I think the they sort of fizzled before New Day really got a lot of momentum. I think mm-hmm. um, when the Usos were really hot, it's because of all the matches they had with the Wyatts. I think is that isn't that sort of where they fell off a bit? Yeah, in injury. I think so. I don't. I <laughs> trying to it's remember. Hard, yeah, it's hard for me to remember exactly. <laughs> it's hard to remember what happened. Like. Three days ago, as opposed to a year. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like the Usos lost a lot of momentum. The Dudley Boys, they came in and it was a nostalgic, all right, yay kind of thing. And then it quickly wore off for the Dudley Boys. And so they turned them heel, let them do what they're, what they're known for. And then they go and say, we're not doing the tables anymore. Well, now the Usos are coming in saying, well, we'll do the tables. You know, we don't have a problem with that. So I feel like this will be a good chance for the Usos to get a little mo- little more momentum. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Usos I mean, to, uh, to win as well. It's as simple as the Usos are the present and the Dudleys are the past. Right. So gotta let the uh, the new guys. But it also wouldn't surprise me if the Dudleys win. Yeah, I mean I could see it go either way really. But uh, I mean when it comes to WWE, your head and your heart are. are are two different storylines, you know. It's like my my brain knows that they're going to go with this, you know, this decision, but my heart wants this to happen. But uh yeah, so all three of us picking the Usos to be victorious at, uh at the pre-show. Uh let's talk the uh the Total Divas versus Team Bad and Blonde, a 10 Diva tag match players, holla holla. Um just Everyone who's not already on the main card is now thrown together. So you've got, what is it, Paige, Brie, Natalia, um, Eva Marie, Fox, and Alicia Fox going up against Lana, Naomi, Tamina, and Emma, and... Wait, who'd you name her? In the B&Bs? Lana, Tamina, Naomi... Summer Rae. Summer Rae and Emma. So a 10-diva tag team match with... 
Zero implications. Well, Summer... Wait, Summer Rae is on... Team Bad and Blonde. But she's part of Total Divas. Yes, she is. <laughs> and Eva Marie, with her work in NXT, is known as quite the heel. Because the crowd despises her. Well, we've seen where Emma... Wait, I thought Emma was a heel. Emma and, is heel and, as well. Well, like before she turned heel on TV or like for the main roster, was she a heel on... NXT or I'm she was a face on NXT. Oh, okay, went to WWE as a face, came back to NXT, turned heel, and now re- reemerged in the main roster as a heel. Um, I don't see no. I mean, I don't have no reason. I'm just gonna pick something. Yeah. Uh, Total Divas. Total Divas. All right, Doug. <clears throat> well, I would have been like a hundred percent sure the Total Divas were going over just on the sole basis that. It is promotion for the Total Divas show, mm-hmm. but I think uh, now I feel more like it's a toss-up, 50-50 based off of Raw. When Eva Marie came out, I thought it was very much, uh, they played Descent immediately with her not getting along with the rest of the girls on the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played it very much like she's a heel and the rest of the team are baby faces. And I think your pick is probably going to be hinged on if you think... Uh, Eva Marie is going to do something heelish and turn on the team at Mania to cost them the match, or do you think she's going to prove herself and become prove them wrong and, <laughs> and improve their trust, and then and then they win the match? I think that's what your pick hinges on. Right. And I'm at, I'm pretty much about a toss up right now. Um, it's a tough one to call. Yeah. <sighs> mm. Then we have all this like Brie Bella stuff where she's not going to be hanging around very much longer. And I don't know if you guys heard about Nikki is like done too off. Of oh, her. really? Apparently, with uh, the extent of her injury and her surgery, they don't think she's going to be sticking around. Mm. And um, you know that that I mean that could have a lot to play into the finish as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they look at someone like Brie as someone who needs to go out on her back, like putting someone over, especially not in this scenario where it's not really like she, first of all, she's not really in a position to give a rub to anyone else. Yeah. Second of all, you don't really give a rub in a multi-person tag anyway. So is that really something that comes into play here? I'm not really sure. Uh, what do you think? Well, they, you know, there's all the talks of Brie is going to be out the door. There was there was talk that she's going to be leaving around SummerSlam. New reports are coming out saying that she's sure. going to be leaving like the Raw after Mania, right? Uh, so that she could spend more time with uh, Daniel Bryan, who has apparently had some more medical issues pop up. So she was wanting to spend more time with him. Um, you know, the like you said, the Eva Marie thing just throws me for a loop. I have no idea. You know, other than promotion for. The TV show Total Divas, why they would add her to that roster unless they were just completely out of other uh, other ladies to add on to the team, which very well may be the case unless they wanted to, you know, throw Renee Young in, into a pair of spandex or something. Um, Plus, there's the whole Lana thing. They're like always so like hot and cold on her. Like mm-hmm. they think she's the greatest thing ever. Then also they're not happy with whatever, and then. So it really wouldn't surprise me either way here. Um, I think if you look, I I think it's um, this is sort of weak and lame way to pick, <laughs> but like I think if you like strategically, like if you were like trying to win a game or something with your picks, I think strategically the bet would be like not all the baby faces are going to go over on the pre-show, right? So I think another way your bet your your bet would hinge is 
do you think either Ryback or Callisto is going over mm. is another way to look at it because I don't think you're going to get three for three. Although the general philosophy, Vince's general philosophy is of, of WrestleMania is more of an overall feel good mm-hmm. show. He wants to give more feel good moments to the fans than not. Right. Um. So that's. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, it's a, it's a huge toss up for a match that I mean, doesn't really have implications. But yeah, there's yeah. no implications other than we're just trying to be right with our picks. Right. So we're, we have that's the implications. Right. We want to be right. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go total divas. I'm gonna agree with you as well. I feel like it's it's all leading up to a season finale of the next season of Total Divas, where they're like, "Oh my gosh, we finally get our big moment!" and blah 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 blah, and like. This, this show is going to end with them all holding hands, you know, in victory, in victory, going, we are... Or it could be f- further turmoil for Eva Marie on... Like, yeah. Total you cost us our match! How dare you! So, uh, next matchup we're going to talk about, the third annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, so, we don't have all of the participants yet. Do we have any confirmed... Yeah, there were there were quite a few. Uh, you know, obviously you've got Kane, the big show, the social outcasts, uh, Goldust, R Truth, Mark, um, Henry. Mark Henry. Were they were they officially confirmed or they were just in the segment on <laughs> Raw that was I believe they were in the segment which was then later confirmed. Okay. So I was like, Oh yeah, all these guys are gonna be in it. So uh You uh, saw a graphic with these men on it? Well, not with their faces, but okay. I saw a list of names. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um so it's the third annual Battle Royal. It's going to be during the uh, during the pre-show. Um, I don't I don't know who to pick because one we don't know all the participants, and I feel like the Wyatt family is completely left out of this situation. I feel like they would make the final spots, I guess, because I think it's going to be a twenty-man Battle Royal from from my numbers. I think they've announced sixteen. Um, so you got Bray, you can't have Luke cause he's going to be out, right. uh, Braun and Eric Rowan. And then you can toss in one more, one other person in there. Um, so if they add, add the, uh, the Wyatt family, I'm, I'm torn between picking Braun Strowman or Kane. If the Wyatt family is not in the, uh, uh, battle Royal, I would have to say my pick is going to be Kane. What are y'all thoughts? Well, you have to pick one, like one sole pick. <sighs> There's no cop-outs in these multi-man. <laughs> There's a reason. Yes, the multi-man matches are hard to pick, but you mm-hmm. still have to have a pick. But I think you're on the right track with the Wyatts. I'm Although, pick- <laughs> you know, Bray is still the big kahuna, so yeah. does he Isn't allow he hurt, though? Like, kind of hurt? Uh, battling through a bit of an injury, but I don't know. I mean, how, we don't know the severity of it. Yeah, battle royals are pretty light work, though. Mm-hmm. And plus, they could just get in there and like hug up on somebody and hug. I don't know. Does I mean, if Bray's in it, like, wouldn't he just have Strowman and Rowan do all the dirty work and then have them get out of the ring? There's no telling. I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm torn between Bray and Strowman. So yeah. I'll say Bray Wyatt. Why not? Bray Wyatt. All right. Tyler. So I'm Kane. He's Bray Wyatt. Strowman. Strowman. All right. You should win with Mark Henry, man. Yeah. Hometown boy. Come on. Uh, I think this is the first time we've ever. 
Yeah, Bray seems really Split. unlikely. I don't know why I picked them. Well, there's still possible time for you to sure. change your mind, but uh, Daniel picks the boogeyman. Nope, not happening. Okay. I, I'm going with Kane. I'm gonna stick with Bray. I don't know. Yeah, part of me is kind of wanting to change it to to Braun, but I think I'll stick with Kane. Brawny. Yes. So uh, let's talk about the final pre-show matchup: Kalisto versus Ryback for the United States Championship. Battle of epic proportions: Big versus Little, David versus Goliath, Big Guy versus Speedy Guy, and all that other cliches that you want to throw. I'm in trying there. to get over. Right back in his new attitude. Attitude. Yeah. Um, the big guy. Kalisto. <laughs> Be big. That's another match I just don't care about. Yeah. I just sound horrible tonight. Not, not uh, horrible. Well, it's the it's the pre-show matches. I mean, come on. How how still. interested can you really be in that? If it had more interest, it would be on the main card. I'm just going to go with not my heart instead of my head. Yeah. Um... I just want to go with Kalisto because I want to see him get past Ryback and mm-hmm. have a feud with, or, with someone else. Okay. So Kalisto, Doug? Well, as someone who... I, I should just say that I have no context for any of my picks. <laughs> so all my picks are just like me guessing because I have not mm-hmm. seen a lot of the programming. I have not seen... Oh, I've seen almost none of the programming. Yeah. You're not missing much with this... Well, I'm just saying that my the like if you're looking for me to give you a reason why I'm picking some of these, I just have no reason for some of them. They're just, just make up guesses, a reason. You know? Yeah, there's no context. There's I'm, not really a whole lot of context to go off of. So right, I'm just gonna pick Ryback. Ryback. Yeah. All right. Uh, see now, I'm you're in the middle. I am. Yeah, and and it's one of those things where do I go with my heart? Do I go with my head? I like how that I'm. I've missed so much programming that like. <laughs> me by me not having a clue what's going on i'm like i'm chopping you're throwing every, us off I'm chopping everything up yeah so there's no consensus opinion in it, you know yes this is gonna be a weird pick of mine it is it's, doug is, makes a good point even though he didn't make a point I don't, i'm going with right back good point doug <laughs> doug threw me off by saying he has no idea why he's <laughs> so now i really don't know <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> here's the here's the thing. You know, uh, they, this this feud, if you want to call it that, has had no build, with the exception of Ryback standing in front of Kalisto, going, "Feed me more, feed me more." Um, you know, they're they're building up. Oh, bigger is better. You got to be bigger, and but you know, they're they're not selling the heart of Kalisto and the speed and the agility of him and you know he'll he'll chop down the mighty Ryback or something with an axe. Yeah, well, maybe not with an axe, but maybe an axe kick, something or axe chop. I don't know, but stop in the microphone. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I feel like Ryback's character has not fully evolved into heel Ryback, like he's. I'm just looking out for me and not worrying about others. I yeah, feel like I, see that. I feel yeah. like a loss would be better for Ryback to kind of push home, you know, I can't believe I I fought this hard and got the loss or whatever, but I don't I, I don't still know. see that. I don't <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm picking Kalisto. <laughs> I don't know why. Doug, you made a good point, but I'm gonna go with Tyler because he didn't make a point either. So. <laughs> 
it's just, uh, it's, it's a lot of headaches is what it is. Um, let's go into, uh, one of the few just traditional one-on-one matches that we've got for, uh, for WrestleMania. Getting into the main card now. Uh, let's do AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. Man, I'm ready for this feud to come to an end. Yeah. Just <laughs> cheesiness. But and I understand give him Jericho for Mania cuz mm-hmm. that's good and, the, and uh, they'll put on right a, now. they'll put on a fine yeah. match. The, uh, pro- the problem with this match is not well, the biggest problem with this feud is that they burned too many singles matches mm-hmm. too early. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they had to come up with a reason to stall it out until Mania. Oh, we'll tag y'all up for a little bit, and then you'll break up the tag. But I will say, I have been enjoying um, Jericho's heel turn. I feel like he works better as a heel. He delivers better promos. It's Yeah, he still has his little, you know, cliche sayings that he always but says. But it's not as much. It's not as, as much. Um, so, really I'm mean, face side, sorry. You're really not alone because this past week's um, on Raw this week was like the least Jericho has bugged me in like maybe two years. <laughs> I, I thought like, okay, I, I, I feel what he's doing right here. I mm-hmm. mean, it wasn't, I don't think it was like peak career work, but he's not in the peak of his career. It's just like the less, the least amount that he's bugged me in like right. a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like AJ Styles has to win this one, and it's going to be yeah. it's going to be fun for the crowd. Chris Jericho is all about you know letting the uh, the other talent get a chance to shine. He's he's definitely had his moments. That's one of the things that I do like about Chris Jericho. He's not afraid to lay down for the other guy. Yeah, you know, he, he's like I don't have that. You know, as egotistical as he does sound, what he does in the ring sh- shows a different story that he's yeah. willing to help out. I mean, Jesus Christ, he laid down for Fandango. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, on the big, yeah, on WrestleMania. On WrestleMania. Stage. He took a WrestleMania loss to Fandango, and look where Fandango is now. So, uh, oh. um, um, I also read online that, uh, cause, uh, I don't know if it's some, some tour they're doing or whatever, but Jericho wants to have a match with Nakamura or whatever. Mm. So he's like, laying the seeds for that stuff so he's like bash him on twitter like i uh, gotcha i don't know where that's gonna happen but somewhere yeah it'll happen down the line he wants to he wants to wrestle him i don't blame him so uh he's up triple h jr <laughs> <laughs> trying so. to leech off all the hot acts like triple h <laughs> well i'm gonna go with aj styles to uh to win this matchup same same uh right. yeah i mean it is 100 percent the right thing to do they are 100% fools to not have AJ win, which means they could likely, you know, have Jericho win just because it is the logical and right thing to do to have AJ win. <laughs> but for the sake of sanity, I'm going to say AJ Styles. All right. So all three of us picking AJ Styles to win at WrestleMania, his first WrestleMania victory. So it'll be a, it'll be a good one. Um Let's go into the uh, the Intercontinental title, seven-man ladder match. Zack Ryder, Stardust, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Sin Cara, and The Miz. The Miz. So, um, some of these competitors thrown in at the last minute. Some of these competitors don't that really have a whole lot going anything. on. Yeah, they're just there to add a number to the I'm thing. I'm pretty sure Beyond the all card. three of us, we are down to two people. Mm-hmm. We're not for sure. Who would win out of the two? Right. Yeah, I'll definitely agree with you. You can kind of narrow it down. Well, for me, like 
like you said, everybody but two people in this yeah, match they're... are beyond rehab at this point. I mean, these these guys are so. Uh, I don't even know what the word would be for these guys. They are just so need in need of a something of value, something of being freshened up, something of anything. Um, but everybody but Zane and Owens are complete non-factors in this match, including mm. Dolph Ziggler. Cry about it. I don't which means probably Ziggler is going to win and make me look like a joke, but uh, um, <laughs> no, nah, Zach Ryder is going to. The thing win. about this is that Broski Mania. The thing about this is they should have just done the singles match with these guys. Yeah, but, I mean, I understand that if they wanted to do a little bit slower of a burn on this, uh, to not. But then I don't know why they would inject Zayn so so early. Uh. The logical and right conclusion to this story is that Zayn beats Owens for the title, but he shouldn't do it in this fashion, which is why I'm going to say Owens is going to retain here. I hmm. think something is... It would not surprise me to see Zayn cost Owens the match, and then they maybe uh, someone like Dolph gets the belt, and then Owens and Zayn goes off and does their own thing. But I don't... Like it's, I don't think Owens with the title is broken, so I don't really see a need to fix it. And I think the logical and the right conclusion is that Zayn eventually beats Owens for the title, mm-hmm. but not in some like schmuppy like multi man match. He like he pins Owens for the title eventually, right. and so I'll say Owens retains. All right, how about you, Tyler? I'm thinking. Okay. Uh, well, then, while you think, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you, Doug. I'm gonna say Kevin Owens, uh, just because, like you said, if it were a one on one. I'd pick Zane. Uh, I don't know. know. Even if it was a one-on-one, I don't know if Zane wins here. I just know mm. the eventually Zane beats him for the title. Sure. After like a fiery feud between these guys. Right, right. But we're not at that point yet. Yeah. No, not at all. But uh, yeah, you know, I think Zack Ryder's going to get a hope spot where he'll be up at the ladder and get to touch the title, and then at the last second he'll get knocked off. Um Ziggler the same. They'll give him an, an opportunity. They're going to put on a good show because they have a lot of talented uh, people in this match. But like we said at the beginning, it, it really comes down to either Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. Uh, and I feel like they Owens could go for the additional rub, you know, in the process of trying to build up a new star. You know, he said, "Oh, I'm going to turn this into KO Mania." And yeah, he's he, really he saying that pretty. I mean. Yeah, a lot, so and he actually goes and, and backs it up. And, you know, however tactical way that he does it, he ends up getting the, the belt. Um, so yeah. I'm going to pick Kevin Owens to win. I'm just going to go the opposite. I, I really see, I understand y'all's way, and I, mm-hmm. that's really hey, a logical pick, way, too. Whatever, hey, my pick Re- may change before we do picks, too. Yeah. But uh, um, Zane getting it into just making Owens mad and stuff, and that will mm. just—that's another way they can start their feud too. It would—it would not surprise me if Zane won. It would not yeah. surprise me if Zane cost Owens winning and someone else entirely won. Yeah, and then they branched off into their own feud. Don't get it twisted. Owens, no, 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 no. Owens is laying down for Zane eventually. Yeah, right. it's just he's gonna literally lay down for him. It's not gonna be in this match. You know what I mean? Right. I'm I don't pick Zane. All right, so one Zane and two Kevin Owens. So. Should we have be never been so uh, chopped up. Huh? Yeah, I like it. It's good stuff. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain.
Next matchup we're going to talk about, let's do some tag team match players. This is a uh, three-on-four handicap match, or maybe a three-on-three. It hasn't really been discussed. All we know is that the title, the tag titles are not on the line. Because it's a handicap match. Because it's a handicap match. Freebird rules, whatever. That's my understanding. It's not on the line because... Hmm. Or even if it was a three-on-three, could you put the tag titles on the line for that? I don't, I don't know. know, man. But it's the New Day versus the League of Nations. and uh, League of Nations is not going anywhere. I mean, like, their group doesn't seem like they're going to be, you know, doing big things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They're just there to, I guess, feud with New Day. Feud? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, and there's talks that the, uh, the New Day is going to get a grand, large entrance. So that's always going to be something that's going to be entertaining and fun to watch. Uh, I'm curious as to how the match is going to go, though. If it's going to be a four-on-three with no title implications on the line, I could see the League of Nations getting the win because the New Day is going to get the grand entrance. They're going to have the moment, and they can take a loss. I feel like, yeah, they're going to take a loss, and also the titles are not on the line. Right. So So it's like, oh, we lose. Who cares? We still have the titles. Yep. Deal with it. I don't know. What are your your thoughts, Doug? Which are picking, you know? We haven't made our official picks yet, but you say your thing again. We're we're saying that the uh, sorry I'm playing with this table. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's a four on three handicap match. New Day is getting the grand entrance, and uh, it'll be you know the ta- the tag titles are not on the line, so it's okay if New Day eats the pin. Or do you feel that they need the win? No, I think the only reason for them to lose would be to pass the titles. If it's non-title, I'm I mean. My my pick, regardless, is New Day, mm-hmm. but I feel like your reasoning is not the reasoning I would arrive at. My my feeling is the only the only reason they would lose is to pass the titles off. Right. The if the titles are on the line, I don't see why they need to lose. Hmm. Uh, unless they're going to do something stupid and drastic, like breaking them up after this or something. Which no. I know they, I I. I it just feels like they're too popular as a group to do mm-hmm. that. Although that's never stopped uh, WWE in the past. Yeah, I, mean, I can see them breaking Biggie off for like a singles run or something. But to me, like, there's no reason for him to break him away from the group. They could still be the New Day if they're going to do that and just have Biggie as a singles guy mm-hmm. and Xavier and Kobe as tag. I think New Day wins no matter what. I think we're going to get something silly like The Rock dancing with New Day. Maybe The Rock evens the odds or something crazy playing off of their like past. Mm-hmm. Uh, little altercation or whatever yeah i mean somebody's dancing with the new day guys <laughs> i mean we saw the 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 prelude from coach <laughs> but, uh, i i just think like i i just again with no context and no reasoning the new i i got the new day you sold me on that i'm picking new day <laughs> i mean i just don't see why they would need to lose if they're not going to pass the titles yeah plus they're they don't need they're quote unquote turning them babyface, but they're already babyface. So mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. They they you know, like we were talking about earlier as far as Vince likes to make people happy and stuff like that, so the heels aren't always as dominant during WrestleMania. I feel like this would be one of the one times where the bad guy gets the upper hand, aside from like Kevin Owens. Um I don't know, but I I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to go with New Day on this one. So all three of us unanimous for, for New, New Day. Day. Yeah. All right. New Day. New Day. So uh, really good stuff.
Um, next matchup, we'll talk about the triple threat match for the Divas Championship. Uh, Sasha Banks, Sasha. Charlotte, and Becky Lynch in a triple threat match. And uh, I feel like these these three have the potential to to steal the show. It's not going to be the most talked about matchup, obviously, because there are so many other uh, popular matches. But I feel like this is going to be one of the ones that not many fans are really, really looking at that they're going to walk away going, man, you know, that Divas match was really something special. Um, nah, man, that's going to be Oscar and Bailey. Well, that's not that's yep. not WrestleMania, but yes, I completely agree with WrestleMania that. WrestleMania weekend. Yes, it is. That's going to be uh, Friday. Um, yeah. 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 I just don't have a lot of faith in Charlotte to hold up her into the bargain. Yeah. I don't know. I feel she she's done solid work when she was in NXT. She she was able to put on a good show. And I feel that now that she's gonna be in the ring with two very familiar opponents, as opposed to your Brie Bellas or your Nikki or you know, someone who's not really who hasn't really been in NXT. Like her match with, with uh uh, Natalia was very, very well done. You know, her work in NXT is is really good, and I feel like you know Sasha, obviously the most talented. Becky, not too far behind, and Charlotte can can will be able I to hold know, her like, own. Becky gains ground all the time for me. Yeah, on <clears throat> on Sasha. Just well, we haven't seen. Um, okay, well, I haven't seen a lot of anything, but we haven't seen a ton of Sasha. Uh, just since she's been on the roster as far as mm-hmm. I know she was hurt or she was alleged hurt and she denied and whatever but to me Becky gains ground on her all the time and, mm-hmm. and that's not I, I do feel like it's the time to switch the title I do think Sasha is the most over and the most marketable of the three although I have like a lot of um, appreciation for Becky as well but right. uh, I'm just gonna go with Sasha I think it's time I think that's the crowd has sort of wanted her for a while, and mm-hmm. they're just gonna let her. They're gonna give her the ball and see what she's gonna do. It's a, it's one of those like mania moments where like, okay, they gave the people who they wanted at mania, and, and it's also her. one of those story, you know, like like the Shawn Michaels winning the title, the boyhood dream has come true. You know, the ten year old Sasha Banks who wanted to become a wrestler has now captured. The Divas Championship at WrestleMania. Her first Divas Championship at WrestleMania. I think how hype everyone's going to be the Monday after. After oh my goodness! After Oscar beats Bailey and Bailey. Oh (laughs) yes. And Bailey debuts uh, to challenge Sasha Monday. Oh, I mean that kind of stuff writes itself. So yeah, yeah, I mean you got to go with Sasha to win this one. I mean yes, you agree. Yes. Okay, Doug, you're picking Sasha as well. Sure, so, sure. Uh, I, I mean, mean, it was almost it was only one of the best matches of last year, <laughs> uh, I mean, if ba- not Bailey, the Bailey and Sasha. That is, but yeah, I mean, it was a phenomenal matchup. You know, if you missed it, you owe it to yourself to go and well, watch they had that two, match. Actually, yeah, the Iron the Iron Man and the uh, the Takeover Brooklyn. Yeah. So go watch both of those Brooklyn, and Brooklyn. check it out. Bringing it, bringing it. Are you guys with me on that? Bailey debuts the money after? Yeah. I would love to see that. I think Oscar's going to take it and then... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So, uh, let's go into the next matchup. I feel like this could be just a brutal matchup. And I'm I'm still kind of on the fence as to which way I'm leaning. It's Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar. No holds barred. Street fight. Oh, uh, you can imagine... Oh, man. Brock Lesnar doing like German suplexes on the ground to mm-hmm. him. 
It's going to be vicious. I know Dean Ambrose oh. is going to take the beating of his WWE career. Because <laughs> I say this that is something that he's going to go backstage or stuff and like or through the. I don't think so. I think it's going to. It's stay just in weapons. The, uh, yeah, that's around. Okay. Yeah, chairs and steel steps and tables <laughs> and kendo sticks and barbed wire baseball bats and fire extinguishers and announcer tables and. I just don't know how they're going to go. I don't know. I mean. I'll 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 put it to you guys this way, I don't I'm not a hundred percent sold on who's gonna win, but there is only one logical conclusion to the story they're telling, and that's, we win, and that's Dean Ambrose uh. wins. The, the 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 conclusion to the story that they're telling, which they don't always follow through on that that type of delivery with payoffs to their stories, but their story that they're telling is that Dean Ambrose gets the crap kicked out of him for months, and then eventually. He, you know, comes through the and win. he wins the match. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not it's not going to be like a dominant win where he pinned. He, he, he proves pin. to the beast no matter how many times you knock me down, I got back up. Well, and, it's not. It's, it's even more than that. It's not like he's going to pin him in a regular match where obviously Lesnar is physically superior and booked as physically superior. It's in a match where he can do whatever he has to do to win, mm-hmm. and that's the low blow. Low that blow. is the actual ending <laughs> yeah. to the story they're telling. Now, will they do that? I don't know. My pick is Ambrose because I think they're stupid <laughs> to not to not do it. Mm-hmm. I, I love Brock Lesnar, but I don't think he has been uh, the business. I think artistically he has been a success, but I don't think he has been the business success that they paid him to be. And so in respect to that, it's time for him to try and make some other guys. Yeah. And I think that... Uh, like the story there, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. The story they're telling is like Ambrose wins the match right. eventually, but uh, will they, do they have the guts to do it? I, you, I'm going to gamble and say they do. You don't have Mick Foley, the hardcore legend, you know, ceremoniously pass the torch of hardcore to Dean Ambrose. Terry Funk. And have Terry Funk, Chainsaw Charlie, give his chainsaw to Dean Ambrose for him to come up short. Yeah. It's this, just, is, this is the match that... Dean Ambrose was made for. If you write that story in high school English, you get an F because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true or false, your, your English teacher fails you if you write that story. It's like, no, the other guy's going to destroy him. Sorry. that's yeah. You fail. No, we'll, I don't we'll see you this summer. I mean, if, if also, it's the right thing to do. Will if they do it, it was a regular match, Dean Ambrose wouldn't go over. Well, right. Should, well, exactly. If, should, I mean, that's why it's... That's why they've booked it in this manner because he is physically inferior to Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. It's just that he has the uh, the guts to keep getting back up. Is the story they're telling? Right. It's yeah. not that he could. It's not that he's he could actually beat him. It's just that he can't be beat. There's a difference between I can beat you or you just can't beat me. Right. Like I'm not going to stay down type of a thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the story they're telling. And that's exactly. Exactly. Well, Dean Ambrose can beat Brock Lesnar in a regular match on WWE 2K16. Okay, this is, you know. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know. <laughs> it's not a video game, Tyler. I'm sorry. Uh, Everything's a video game, okay? Yeah, if the graphics are good enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, you know, like you're saying, the, the, the story that they've been telling is no matter how many times you knock me down, I'm going to get back up, I'm going to keep on fighting, and now I'm going to get to hit you with whatever I can get my hands on. And, uh, which is how I'm gonna need to win. Yeah, which is yeah. exactly what he needs to do in order to to get a victory. Um, you know, I I I really don't 
see any other option. You know, I was kind of on the fence for a little bit because it's like, well, it's Brock Lesnar. You know, they they do it. But if you know, he was on SmackDown last week. He is a lot less protected than he has been yes. in, in coming in uh, the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brock Lesnar's on SmackDown. Come on, they wasted one of his dates on a SmackDown, right? So, and this is you know, like you said, it's a chance to elevate other talent. And this Which is going to desperately need to do. Yeah, this is going to put a rocket on Dean Ambrose, get him up to that main event level. Heck, and, this will probably rocket him uh, higher than uh, Reigns. Huh? Oh, yeah, definitely. And so, that's, let's be completely honest. Brock Lesnar loses no heat over this. No. Brock Lesnar lays down for Dean Ambrose, still over like a mother when he comes out on Raw the next night. Mm-hmm. Yes. No questions asked. Yeah. Yes. Because he's got Paul Heyman who's going to deliver the, the promo of a lifetime. Even if he didn't, and, he's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he comes out on Raw, he's as over as he has ever been. I mean, maybe not as over as he's ever been because he's not as well protected, but he, he loses nothing in, in right. losing Right. Agreed. Right. So uh, I think it's unanimous, all three of us picking Dean Ambrose to win? Yes. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Sure. Uh, and one of the things, you know, like I said, it, it elevates Dean Ambrose to that next level so that whoever is champion after WrestleMania... You, you could be looking at the next number one contender uh, in Dean Ambrose. So we'll have to see how that all plays out. Next matchup we're going to talk about Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker. Hell in a cell. If Shane gets the victory, he gets control of Monday Hell Night in the cage. Roll. If uh, Undertaker gets the win, then Shane does not. And if Shane gets the win, then it will be the last time Undertaker competes at WrestleMania. I don't know. I really don't know how they could play it. I feel like there is going to be more than three people in the inside Hell in a Cell, uh, aside from the cameraman, of course, because you've got <laughs> you know Shane, you've got the Undertaker, and you got the referee and the cameraman and the cameraman. So yeah, I feel like there has to be other people that get inside, or they fight to the outside, and someone comes out and interferes. Uh, well, we know McMahon, uh, sh- uh, Vince is going to be... More than likely, yeah. He- he'll be out there. Um, there's rumors going around that uh, that John Cena is going to be out there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What, what are y'all's thoughts on the match? Because this is one of the most heavily hyped matches on the card. Um. And, and part of me is thinking, are they going to have, if they do have Shane McMahon get the win, it would have to be the very last match. Because if it's going to be Undertaker's last match at Mania, then they, were, they would want to have a big send-off or something for Undertaker. I don't think so, and here's why. Okay. It is a weird set of stipulations where... No matter who wins, the crowd is disappointed in a way that they didn't get something they want. Right. The crowd wants Shane to take over Raw because Kayfabe's storyline, he's the good guy who's going to bring the change they want. Right. Crowd also doesn't want him to win because they don't want Taker to ride off and not wrestle at Mania anyway. So you can't do it last because no matter who wins, there's going to be a tinge of uh, unhappiness to the crowd. And, and no matter who wins in some way, mm-hmm. even if it's crazy. Even if it's awesome, even if they, you know, they let it all hang out and just any crazy thing you can think of happens, Check it's it out. still, no matter who comes out the winner, there is a tinge of uh, disappointment, and that's why this can't be going last. Yeah. And, like, we know that traditionally, historically, the theory is you send the crowd home happy in the main event of Mania. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Yeah. In theory. In theory, yes. Uh, that's why I don't think this can go on last. Hmm. Because even if you think there is a greater chance of disaster with Roman winning, if that is in fact big, even if you think the crowd is more split on a Roman win or a Triple H win, in theory, that is sending a certain segment of fans home happy and not sending everyone sort of off with mixed feelings. Right. So that's my theory on why I can't main event. Mm-hmm. And it's been the topic of discussion since they announced Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker. Do you give Undertaker a second loss with the lo- with the winner being Brock Lesnar and Shane McMahon? Like I don't think that's even um, even a talking point. I don't think that's mm-hmm. even something they considered. I don't think that's a roadblock in the least bit on in the way of their decision making. Here's where I uh here's where I fall along on my train of thought is I think a lot of people think Shane can't win because the reason that Shane was called back was only because of the lack of star power and he's not going to be sticking around post mania. Mm-hmm. They brought him in to try and um draw. Draw. But the the very very easy workaround to that is Shane just appoints a figurehead and goes. I think it is completely plausible that whether he wins or loses, he's not going to be around very often after WrestleMania. I would not count on seeing Shane McMahon on weekly TV, even if he wins. So I don't think that is a holdup in anyone's decision making. Uh, I think the story, and this falls back a lot of like me missing a lot but from what i've gathered the story they're telling the logical conclusion in my opinion is that shane wins now i think how you get there and not disrespect or quote unquote have the fans feel like undertaker was disrespected is uh undertaker is going to beat the holy hell out of shane he's going to get the beating of his life and then undertaker lays down for the good of the company at the end so he goes out Mm. a hero he sticks it to Vince because Vince has sort of been poking his chest out saying, I control Undertaker. Yeah. I see what he does. He's fighting for me. To me, this the, the end to the story they're telling is Undertaker beats him with an inch of all of his life and then lays down. And then and Shane just takes it. And then yeah. Shane, right, Shane is going to quote-unquote control Raw, but he's not going to be there every week. He's going to be like uh, more or less uh, a... A kayfabe instrument for change in, in the philosophy. We just received w. word from yeah, Shane so, McMahon. I mean, he could even appoint a baby face. <laughs> Another thing is, I think that the authority figure, the, the the not just the authority figure, but the authority as characters has been like on TV for so long now that people are tired of it. Yeah. And people are tired of heel authority figures in general. So a baby face authority figure would, it would be, be something fresh, something sure. new, something, oh, that's a great idea. Something changed in around there. I pick Shane. Yeah, that's my reason. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm right there with you with the whole Undertaker going out, you know, doing the right thing, so to speak. For the company, He's yeah. Company uh, you know, and there's even rumors circulating that they might actually be bringing back the brand split. Right. So and that if, plays right into it. Yeah. So if Shane mean, is in charge of Raw, Triple H and Stephanie are like, no, we're not leaving. We're just going to SmackDown. Or, because they have been very particular to only say he's in charge of Raw. Yes. Right. Yes. So. You know, is it just a draw? Maybe. Will they go this way? Who knows until we find out Sunday. <sighs> I don't know. I just picked Shane. I mean, yeah, and and it's and it's also one of the things where it's like people have been discussing that there's a loophole in this in this theory 
where if Shane becomes in charge, then he can veto Vince McMahon saying, well, that's not going to be his last match. That's not going to be his last WrestleMania match. So if someone were to interfere, it's like, like the rumors are circulating that oh. it's going to be John Cena. That'll set up John Cena versus Undertaker, WrestleMania 33, blah, blah, to blah. Me, that's true. He could, quote unquote, like as a loophole. But to me, that's a really unsatisfying way of doing it. Right. To me, it's a lot more uh, grandiose and like honorable for Undertaker to sort go of out play. in Texas. and. Well, just the fact that like he could have won, but he went out. He, he, he laid down for the company. Like he saved the company or quote unquote yeah. saved the company or whatever. And. I mean, I don't know. I just think that it just, to me, that's the only way it makes any sense to where it's a satisfying story in my head. Mm -hmm. How do you officially have the send off for The Undertaker as well? You know, it it would have to be on his terms. Well, I mean, this whole story is like, um, yes, this could have initiated just from them needing some star power. And so, like, and. Mm -hmm. Austin said no, and HBK said no. So, like, of course, we'll call in the favor to the boy, and he'll do it. Maybe this did originate there. Maybe he's never gonna was gonna stick around or whatever. But the story you built, like, it feels like that's the satisfying ending to the story. Yeah. Because what if Undertaker just wins? Then all this was like for, for nothing. Yeah. yeah. So it's for nothing. So you're picking Shane McMahon. Officially, I'm picking Shane. Tyler. Yes, Shane. Shane. Man, it's. Oh, I feel like it, it, it's again. It's this is what the heart wants. It it wants all of these great changes for for Raw and you it's know. It's a heart WWE. thing for me. It's a brain thing for me. It's like this is the logical conclusion to the story you're telling. Or maybe it's opinion. just a pride thing where it's like I don't want to see Undertaker lose again at Mania. Well, to me, like once he lost one, like that's the end of it. It's not like a. It's not a. Not big yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I I'll go with Shane as well. Just. You know, I feel like they, they ratings wise and all of that, like they like he said whenever he originally returned, the ratings have continuously declined. They've got to do something to start bringing people back. I feel like this I could don't be know if that will still help it or not. It might but. not be a huge impact, but they will see some people start to tune back in and be like, Oh, they're you know, it's not just gonna be the Triple H and Stephanie McMahon show where they come out and talk three times per per episode. You know, still may talk a lot. I mean, they'll still talk, and and Shane will come out, but it'll be for different reasons. Well, see, again, I really, really don't. I mean, I know he's been here consistently now, but that's because he has to be. Mm-hmm. I really don't see Shane on Raw every week. Honestly, he's got his own like business ventures. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to find out this Sunday. But all three of us picking Shane McMahon over the Undertaker—that's kind of odd at WrestleMania. Yeah. Do you remember uh, like ugh. three years ago where we would always say? don't bet against the undertaker yeah yeah yep this is the first this is the first time we've ever actually done it i it's it's hard to believe and it's for shane mcmahon (laughs) i mean that's 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 one of the craziest things i've ever heard in my life uh but that takes us into the what happens when you don't build new stars yeah that's what happens but that takes us into the main event triple h versus roman reigns for the wwe world heavyweight championship and this is to me is like a no-brainer yeah, I feel like, and they could flip the script, yeah, but like, um, <laughs> they're trying their best to build him up, and I don't know if it's working that much, but like, they give him the title, take it away, give him the title, take it mm-hmm. away, hey, we're going to give you the title again, but we're going to try to take it away again. Yeah. 
I don't know when they're going to take but it if, away. But if Shane wins, then they might not be able to have that chance. You know, so it's it it further well, plays uh, into. Well, also, there's too many ifs on that. You know, yeah, like if they course. take over SmackDown, if they have two ti- two main titles or one main, t- it's what if. Right. So who are you going to go with for the uh, World Heavyweight Championship? Uh, Roman. Roman. All right. How about you, Doug? Seriously. Yeah. Obviously, Shane and Trips are secretly in cahoots. Come on, man. <laughs> How is Triple H going to stick around if he doesn't win the title? Shane will be like, get off my shoe. <laughs> Go over to SmackDown. So you're picking uh, Triple H to win? No, nah, I'm going to take Roman. Roman? <laughs> right. a, it, they're complete. I don't care if half the crowd is going to hate, or I don't care if 60% of the crowd is going to hate Roman. They'd be absolute fools not to put the belt on Roman at this point. It's just yeah. it's just do it. Just do it. Just commit to it. Just do it. And- well, Roman. see, that's the thing. They've done it twice. And taking it away, and now they're trying to build it like he's never won it before, and he he's not an underdog. Don't give him the underdog story. Exactly. Just let him win the belt. If he's your guy, commit to making him your guy until something a better option comes along. And I think that's 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 kind of what I'm getting at. I feel like they're they're in the process of getting to that better guy in Dean Ambrose. Because if he wins against Brock Lesnar, Triple H retains. That'll set up a good match because that was the the final two at the Royal Rumble, and the crowd went nuts for that. Ooh man, I gotta disagree wholeheartedly. Really, I'm really turned off by Dean Ambrose's acting, and I know a lot of people think that Roman's got like weak promo and he's got lame promos, but mm-hmm. honestly, in my opinion, a lot of that is how he was being written for. And I think if they just let him be sort of the yeah douchey cool guy that he really is, then it would come off a lot better. Like mm-hmm. he's not. John Cena Jr. or not the the next John Cena? Just let him be Roman Reigns. I think, I I think, I think Dean Ambrose is obviously a better worker, but his like character work is really turning me off as of late. And mm-hmm. I I really don't know that I would say that he's the obvious the next best guy or whatever. I well, would call him Roman as far as like crowd reaction would go. I would say he's the next biggest guy. Uh, to, to go up against, and you would also be able to have a uh, Roman Reigns heel turn from that by saying, you know, you stole the spotlight from me, I deserve to have that. Or well, do, do you feel that, and this could just be a location thing, but don't you feel like the as much of the crowd was hyped on Lesnar as they were on Ambrose? Kind, that's, that's very situational because yeah. it's uh, Lesnar is a little bit different. But I mean, kind of. But you've got Triple H, who's being cheered for, be, for beating up your baby face, Number one contender. Let's be honest, though. They, he's booked to look cooler of the two. Yeah. But he is. This is very politically savvy of him. Yeah. In the way he presents himself as like a positive alternative <laughs> to. I mean, you got you guys aren't giving Triple H's like political savviness <laughs> enough credit here. He's he has enough power to present himself as like a more positive. He's not healing as as much as he should. Like yeah. in all honesty, like if you go back to Raw, like it. I mean, I don't know. I, it's in 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 all honesty, I don't believe that Triple H is doing all that he can to be the bad guy he's supposed to. Be. Right. And I just, that is sabotaging Roman. Whether you that's that's what, part of the reason why I'm thinking they might be leaning towards having Triple H retain. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. It's like, look, we we tried with you. It's not you're not connecting with the with the audience for whatever reason. There, they don't Get want to the you to be the, the guy. So we're gonna go this different route. And route? Uh, 
and give Dean a chance. Maybe he could win, and then you go after him, and then that feuds go on until we see Seth Rollins return. And this is what I think is going to happen. Roman's going to win because I think he has to at this point. Yeah, the crowd is going to like react poorly. They're not going to, especially for where they're at. <laughs> I think they're going to turn him heel and match him up with Dean as a babyface coming off of a big, big win off of Lesnar. Yeah. Oh. And I think that every, I think that six, 60% of the people who hate Roman Reigns right now are going to sing his praises within two months of him being a heel. We'll have to see. Uh, that's, just a bold, that's a bold prediction on my part. Yeah. I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to give you guys my thoughts on where I think they could go. Well, would I be surprised if that were to happen? Absolutely not. But I feel like this is WWE. They're going to go with what they want. They're going to pick Roman Reigns. And uh, so that's going to be my pick as well. So I think all three of us unanimously picking Roman Reigns to, to win. So as much as I don't want to see it, I think it would be... A little better for the other Maybe way I'm around. A little but. disconnected at this point, but and I don't, it's not that I necessarily feel Roman has grown on me a whole bunch. It's just that yeah. I don't like passionately have a problem with him as the guy anymore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see uh, this Sunday on the WWE Network. And I do have to say, those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. Those are some great picks. That's four. Those are some great That's picks. Fine. No, stop. Those are some great stop picks. Stop it. Stop Those it. Some great picks. picks. We're out of time. Picks that were so no. great. Picks for this. No. So you put it in right there. Yeah, that's where that's where it went. It's <laughs> how did it yeah. feel? I felt oh, it felt good. A little, you know, I got to tighten it up a little bit. It's a little, you know, full loose for my liking, but I'll get Do it. Some kegel exercises. What? What? Huh? Huh? Anyways, let's talk about Lucha Underground at Aztec Warfare uh, 2 last week. Very uh, enjoyable. Very enjoyable episode. Yeah, I liked it. Got to see uh, Rey Mysterio debut. See Marty the the first. The first thing was Phoenix. uh, Phoenix, uh, Mm -hmm. Who was it? Prince Puma? Prince Puma was there. No, no, no. It was was Phoenix, Pentagon Jr. Pentagon Jr. was not in the match. No, 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 no. The, The first promo. Oh, yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. Katrina says you're not in, you know, you're, you're not, not invited in. and all that stuff. And Deal with it. He says I, I don't fear anything, all that stuff. And um, yeah, he did that. And uh, <laughs> really wasn't too much to it. Like Katrina dimmed the lights with her superpowers, <laughs> and then she disappeared. Was she all like, "I'll show you the divide in our class"? What? Nothing. Huh? I don't know what that one. I said, was she all like, I'll show you the divide in our club. And then she spanked him. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't catch the show, so I just... Yeah. She had a strap on. Whoa. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about the matchup. What did you think? Hour, hour, hour. <laughs> yes. Um, now, it was fun from uh, beginning to end. Yeah. It was, it was highly entertaining. Uh, it started off with Phoenix, Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. King Cuerno was the third one. After yeah. that, I don't remember what was. Yeah, there was a lot that came, that came in after that. There was about 17, 18 others that came in. Oh, after dude, that. it was highly enjoyable. Yeah. A lot of stuff played into different storylines and people that, you know, came across each other throughout the season so far. I was so. kind of shocked at how fast they eliminated Mil Muertes. Yes. 
Like, that was pretty quick. You know, you you spent half of the season building him up as this monster, this demon guy. You know, this unbreakable, you know, mass of a man, and then he goes out in like thirty seconds because he got attacked by I guess everyone, and then Pentagon. Yeah, Pentagon attacked him, and then everyone else took care of him, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Okay, you're in now. You're out. Congratulations." Yeah. Um, Joey Ryan handcuffed himself. He was the smartest the one until the end. Until the end, yeah. Until the end, he handcuffed himself to the the rail. Yeah. But he still, he kept on getting shot. People would take shots at him throughout the whole match, so that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, it was Got to see Marty the Moth. (laughs) Yeah, he was creepy. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. The match of itself was a lot of fun. Dude, Uh, Rey Mysterio was taking some hits. Yeah, he was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, big time. Like, straight up. It was just really cool looking. We got to see all 20 members come out in and join the Aztec Warfare. We got down to about eight people left in the ring, I want to say. And then uh, Dario Cueto showed up and said, This is my temple. I'm taking it back. Uh, and there's going to be a 21st entrant into Aztec Warfare. My brother. And so, oh, shit. It's Matanza. Cueto. Matanza Cueto, which is weird. It's just it should just be Matanza, but uh, anyways, he comes in completely wrecked. Shop. Everybody turns their focus to him. Yeah, and he ta- oh my gosh, like they did it perfectly, like the moves and stuff. And he was just, it was just devastating. Like Even everything one, he did was like everything oh, was God. devastating. Even those uh, you know who was it was it Aerostar? Who was it that was doing like the reverses? Like they were. They were doing like some sort of cradle and like oh, trying yeah, to pull yeah. him down. It wouldn't work, mm-hmm. so they flipped to the back of him and try to like pull him down. I, I forgot what that movie was, but it nothing worked on him and yeah. stuff. And just people would hit him and nothing would work. And they really made him come in and look like a monster. Yeah, look like a, a beast. Like the the German suplexes that he was doing to fools. It was just oh my gosh. Yeah, pretty devastating stuff. Um, I did crack up a bit at Chavo Guerrero walking over at Dario, and he's like, "Yeah, come on, we'll be we'll be allies. I'll get in there and help him." And Dario's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And Turns as soon around, as he gets in the like, ring, he's like, "Kill this guy!" <laughs> you know? uh, so they come out and just completely wreck shop, get the well, victory. Well, he actually, I mean, Matanza has killed people, so did he actually kill off Chavo? No, okay, no, he did not. But he, clarity, but but Dario like did the finger to the throat and was like, "You know what to do." And yeah, he acted like. Because it was like Rey Mysterio, Aerostar, and was it Dragon? Prince, Prince Puma. Dragon. Uh, Azteca. Azteca. They were on the outside and stuff, and Chavo, and it looked like they were going to like take on those other guys and stuff because Matanza made him believe that. And then he just turned around, pulled him in, and clotheslined him. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, yeah, it came down to Matanza, Prince Puma, and Rey Mysterio. Rey and Puma were trying to work together, but then. Were any of the women in? Yeah, one. Uh, shoot, I forgot the girl that works with uh, Johnny Mundo. I don't uh, remember her name. Um, I don't know what her name is on Lucha Underground. She likes Taya something or other. Yeah, that was that was the only one. Mm-hmm. But she was um with uh, Johnny Mundo. Yeah, and helped out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she well, like, was she all like, "You want to see my kung fu? I'll show you." <laughs> no. Anyway, somebody at home is like, he's fucking getting them all in. He's getting all of them in. <laughs> and whoever's listening and thinking that, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to work them all in. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, you didn't see. I was about to ask you a question. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, who's the, you think about I'm, who's the, the, the short guy? I don't remember. I forgot his name. 
I didn't see the show. <laughs> Anyways, Matanza ends up defeating Rey Mysterio to become the new Lucha Underground I'll champion. Take it. it came down to Rey Rey and him. Yeah. Matanza, yeah. I'll tell you um, who was taking some pretty crazy bumps, too, was uh, Jack everyone. Evans. Everyone. Everyone. I mean, Jack Evans. Yeah. Then didn't uh, Mundo put uh, Cage through the, gl- uh, mm-hmm. the glass? Yep. They've been breaking windows left and right on that show. Yeah. There's people in that office because mm-hmm. they, they put the blinds down. Yeah. They're like, trying to have a conference there? here. Yeah. Who was who's in that office anyway? Don't I worry thought that about was it. Katrina's. Don't worry about it. Uh. Maybe it was the remaining, I always liked in the the past remaining disciples they, of death. I, I always loved in the past season when they put someone through the window and like Dario Cueto's like on the phone. Yeah. I'm like, it's like, dude, why are you breaking my window? I got important stuff to talk about. But yeah, good news. Dario Cueto's back and it's, you know, awesome. Yeah. So we'll have to see how it all plays out later on. So good stuff. And now Total Divas with Doug and Tyler. Mostly Doug. No wonder we Shut up! I have to say, I feel like a real diva. You are a grown-ass woman. Hi. Hi again. <laughs> uh, it's Total I'm- Divas time with Tyler. Just Tyler. <laughs> but Doug can guess what happens, because we, we know the formula on Total Divas. So... If you stand in my way, I will kill you. Yeah. I am trying to think of... Leave a funny one for the end. It's really not too many funny ones, really. Um, so a fan meets up with Paige and Alicia Fox, and uh, he's a big fan of them and that stuff. But I forgot how that came to be. If you want a contest or whatever, but he maybe meets- he was just really creepy and he was just like, "Hey, I want a contest. You're <laughs> supposed to meet me." Probably so. Uh, he wanted their help to come out to his parents. Um, the contest winner? Yeah. So, so he entered a contest? I don't know if it was a contest. I don't or really remember. Maybe they just happened to meet her? But he... They said yes, that they would help him. Who is with they? Uh, Alicia Fox and Paige. Okay. Now I'm on the same page as you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, Paige was super excited about that. And then she was talking to... Why was Paige so excited? She loves her fans. Anything she can help a fan with, okay. she's excited about. So when she's not being the most annoying fucking person on the face of the planet, <laughs> she's like really into helping her fans? Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's how they build up this episode. Cool. Uh, she's like, in my spare time when I'm not being... Yeah, they so. showed this clip of her, like, uh, a past clip or something of her, like, talking to a fan and, like, hugging her and about something. And, like, I don't remember this shit. Uh, so, Oops. later on at a show, wrestling show, in the backstage, she's, like, there with Natalia. Um, um, shoot, what's her, what's her name? The, the, the lady that announced, I forgot what's her name. Uh, uh, Rashid, Rashida the Turbulent Wind. No. no. <laughs> Renee Young. Remember the, remember the name well. I will remember that. I'm playing a game for somebody. Somebody somewhere is listening and is liking my game. <laughs> He's shaking his head. No. No one's listening. 
Yeah, no one. You're right. No one. Show. <laughs> no one's uh, listening to this. <clears throat> but they they're saying like you know that's crazy that you're gonna be there. You know what if like it goes bad for that guy and y'all are there and isn't that a very personal? Wouldn't you feel like that's a very personal experience? The yeah for someone just you barely know to tag along to yeah, and that's how they're trying to tell her. You know, you know that's Did he what he asked her to be there. Okay, I guess that makes sense if he asked because I think out of Alicia Fox and Paige, I think he looked uh, he liked Paige more. Like uh, Foxy was just there. I don't know. Uh, so story of her career. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. Um, so the other girls kind of like changed her mind, Paige's mind. So she's freaked out. She don't know if she really wants to do it. Because it could go south, you know, it could go sour, and she don't want to be there if that happens and all that stuff. And um, there's this one clip. I, I I think I walked out and I came back in. They were at, like, some person's house. I don't know who, but they were talking to some guy. And I swear he said, I thought he, his came out I don't I don't know but he says he was with his dad when he came out to his dad I don't know and then he said it he wasn't was with a good his experience. dad when his dad came out to his grandpa yeah okay I guess when he was younger okay I got you and I just I was trying to make sure I was following you yeah so I didn't say it right um and he goes it was a weird experience and he goes they didn't get along for like 40 years or something like that or until he passed away or something like that at the end it was it was fine but that freaked her out but because also the guy's family the guys they're helping or whatever his family is a big christian family and he always said like he said that they're he's afraid that they're gonna reject them and all that stuff and kick him out and all that stuff but it turned out to be fine they're okay they you know they had no problem with it. The parents had no problem with it. You know, they all hugged. And how much of a work did it feel like? It was a major work. At the, I felt like at the end, I don't know. It just felt like it was all set up. They were how they were there. Cause also they told him like the the guy was gonna tell his parents that because he won a con- or who won the contest and you know he wanted to meet the WWE superstars and stuff like that and they'll happen to be there when you be talking to him. But I, I don't know. It just felt so set up. And that was the end of that storyline. The other storyline was with, um, hey, Noah's calling. Um, put him on. <laughs> okay, we'll put him on blast. We want him on? Here's Noah. Hey. Hello? Hello. Hey, man. What's up? Uh, you're live. What's up? See, did you see Total Divas uh, last week? Did you watch Total Divas this last week? Did I watch what? Total Divas this last week. No, I did not watch Total Divas this last week. But I am excited about WrestleMania, though. And I'm going to be winning this year. I am totally... The pot's going to be mine. So You're going to smoke pot this year? <laughs> no. So I'm going to get all the predictions this year. So. Hey, um, I haven't got a chance to see it yet, but tell me on a scale of 1 to 5 how much of a shit show... Is uh, Batman vs Superman? 
pretty much a big shit show. I, right? I don't think it's a shit show. On a grading scale, I'm well, like, you're obviously one wrong. Being bad, but Tim being hard, Tim being great. I it's about it a negative two. Huh? Is it about a negative two on a scale of one to ten? I'd give it a t- an eight. I actually kind of enjoyed it, but I feel like I need to see it again because I didn't get to appreciate it as much because there was a lot of rude people talking. Well, you time. like Supernatural, so your your taste is awful. So I don't know if I can trust your opinion. Great show. Supernatural is an awful show, and you have awful opinions. And I ex- <sighs> fully expect this movie to be a total shit show. When I get a chance to see it's it. It's not a total shit show. He would sue Sean like this. Well, his taste has become suspect. Oh my gosh. People are listening to you make stupid sayings like, oh my gosh, right now. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> I think we've mined this for all it's worth. <laughs> okay. We gotta go, Noah. Total Noah. Um, yeah, so that was Total Davis. Nah, uh, Half our audience just was like, well, I'm done with this shit. I don't even know who the fuck that guy was. More like, why am I listening to this shit? Yeah. But uh, where were we? So another storyline, it was with um, Eva Marie and that Amanda girl, Mandy, whatever. And Tough enough zone. Uh Shoot, who's that that guy that they always talk to? Um, that's ahead of the girls. Corona. Corona. Yeah, he he goes Is to Eva Marie. Yeah, he, he goes up to Eva Marie and and Mandy. We're like, we want y'all to get together. We want to have like a tag team going on. <laughs> <laughs> and, I uh, love how everyone on this show always thinks they have to be on a tag team. They're ever in any fucking tag team. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. And um, everyone thinks they're going to be in a tag team. And he's trying to push Eva Marie to change her hair to blonde so they could both be like blonde. What? All red everything to blonde? Yeah, but she question wasn't mark, having question it. Mark, she, question mark. Yeah, she wasn't having it. And uh, she was just iffy about it the whole time. And and our truth later on comes up to him. He's like, so what are y'all going to do? And he's like, y'all can do like a hip hop, you know, like a dance group, like tag team and stuff. And like, what do y'all got? Some dance moves? Show me your dance moves. And, um, even Maria doesn't have dance. They already moves. had the team that could. Do. Fungodactyls had dancing locked down. Yeah. Why would they need another dancing team? They I just broke know. one up. There's a little joke segment, I guess. Uh, and then they were at the uh, performance center, and they were talking to um, what's Sarah Del Rey's real name? Sarah Amato. Yeah, they were talking to her, and then uh, was it Sarita? What's the other girl? That was in the next. Oh God! She's a trainer too. Yeah, they're talking about different things and brainstorming about stuff. And then it's like, y'all really want to do this? And they're talking about something. They they walked away, and then Sarah called um, Eva Marie over, and it's like, you know, if you do this, it's like you're you're up here in NXT, like you've gotten better. Sarah Stock. Okay, and then if you if you go with her, it's gonna bring you down. So who is she saying is going to bring who down? Uh, if if uh, Eva Marie gets with uh, Amanda and be a tag team, it's going to bring her down. So they're in their opinion, like Eva Marie was the higher quality talent. All right. Okay. Yeah. So um, she just later on told 
uh, Mandy politely, she didn't want to be, you know, she's just uh, fine where she is. But later on, you know, she maybe later on in the future, she wouldn't mind. She, right was, she was probably like, I'm, I'm not fond of conflict. I'm not very fond of conflict. Another <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you. Um, so, and they're also teasing the, uh, the red and gold, whatever. Was that what they, that something she like that? Yeah. So that was the end of that, that crap. And then the main, uh, oh no, there's two other storylines. I forgot about that. One, one storylines leading up into next week. It was just a little bit. Do you think uh, the Bellas are going to get a spinoff? Probably so. If they're going to be done with wrestling and they still want to be kind of affiliate with them. They're going to reboot Disney's Sister Sister. Oh, shit. Sister Sister. Who's going to be Taj Mahal? Taj Mahari? Whatever his name. Taj Mahal. I can't say his name. Taj Mahal's like a, a building, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Taj Mahari? I don't know. What's that dude's name? Uh, Davari. No. Um, so. It rhymes. Um. Natalia was talking to Mandy. So Mandy was in two things. And how she's going on vacation with her family and all that stuff. And Mandy says, oh, yeah, you know, I never... Did they show a- Brie riding her scooter at all this episode? No. Not interested. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> and Mandy's like, oh, yeah, we never go on vacations. I don't think I've ever been on one with my family. Or she goes, vacay. She goes, never been on a vacay with my family. Who says vacay? Um, Mandy. Yeah. And somehow Natalia invited her and her family to her own vacation with her family. Can I, just, can I interrupt you just to say sure. that if you type in into Google Brie Bella S, the first thing that pops up is Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of pretty awesome, right? <laughs> okay, after this, we're going to watch this clip. Let's see what this is all about because I missed that episode. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be pretty hype if you type in Brie Bella S and it defaults to Scooter, right? Yeah, I think right. so. I mean, obviously. I mean, what else could be? I mean, I mean, let's just wrap this up and get to watching that clip. <laughs> <laughs> some, some poor bastard is like, why are these dudes still talking? Why are we listening to this shit still? <laughs> the top search for Brie Bella scooter. It's a YouTube link that says Brie Bella's sweet new scooter causes waves. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's everything I want out of <laughs> <laughs> Should we do a live reaction? <laughs> we can. We can. Right, I can film it. you guys and uh Alright, let's we'll keep it on the show. Let's pop this on and see what it is. <laughs> oh, you wanna do it now? I mean we don't have to. I just, I would just want to see the clip. I don't we'll do care. It. We'll do it after the show and then we'll upload it and uh allow people to see. Alright. Okay. So that Stay was tuned. the end of that because yeah. Natalia's uh family vacation with Mandy's family is gonna be next week. Um so that's the end of that. And then Daniel Bryan and uh, Brie Bella are going on a vacation. I forgot where. the retreat thing that has Ambrose in it? Yes. Okay, I'm interested in this. And uh, (laughs) so I forgot where they went, but it looked like there was a place with with some canyons and stuff like that, mountains and all that stuff. And uh, it looked very beautiful. But he he was into like eating healthy, you know. Meditating. Yeah, meditating, doing all that stuff. Um, A cleansing doing all that stuff and like because they invite renee and um Dean. have you ever done a cleanse before <sighs> yes did you shit a lot uh yes like for how long like a day like i was more regular than usual 
That's a very proper way of putting that. <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, it was like one, like one whole day. You're just gonna like shit your calling out for like a few days. I mean, really? it, well, I didn't do that type of because there's also a cleanse. Like if you're about to get a colonoscopy or whatever like that, they'll cl- clean you out. But I did the thing like I still I'm still eating like healthy stuff, but mm-hmm. I can't eat certain things. Well, that's not cool, bro. I thought cleanse was like you can have some juice or something. There's different types of cleansing. It sounds like you took the coward one. The coward one? I don't know. Uh, so the first thing they do... Oh, okay. Also, JJ and uh, his wife are there. And um, the house is... It looks uh, beautiful. It's a nice house. And, Whose house uh, is this? Some house that he rented out. Wherever right? Yeah. Okay. Very, very nice house. And um, so they go to this, this tent... I don't know. It's like a teepee. And they're just meditating. And then like... How big of a teepee? This is enough for like 10 people. <laughs> That's a big fucking teepee. That, <laughs> yeah, like that sounds like a little outside tent for like a garage sale or something. <laughs> Probably Like so. a little awning or something. Teepees and, are that big? How uh, big is a fucking teepee? Not that big. Teepees are not that big. I big mean, as the sky, know, big as your imagination. I don't know a lot about TVs, but I imagine they're a little bit smaller than ten people. Yeah, they're usually small. I mean, I don't want to offend anyone. I just, I'm. I, <laughs> How would you offend someone well, about TVs? I'm like ignorant of like Native American culture, and I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea that I'm like making fun of it. I just, I didn't assume that TPs could fit ten people in them. I guess they can. Though. Okay, good. And they were doing like meditating and all that stuff, and then like. They're hitting a gong. Like the, no, the guy that that they met was hitting a gong while everyone was meditating. And then this guy got some horn and it sounded like, <laughs> and then like JJ. I was watching the audio spike when he did this. <laughs> JJ, uh, his wife Dean and Renee were all laughing, and Brian was trying to take it serious and all that stuff. And I did a search for uh, for a teepee, and the first one that popped up is a twelve foot. I don't know if it's 12 foot long or 12 foot tall size TP. 12 foot tall, I could buy, could fit some people in it, but 12 foot in like diameter or width, that would seem like not 10 people, you know? I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. I apologize. Continue your story. Um, Next day... I don't know if it was that night when they got back or the next day, but like he was trying to eat healthy and like everyone was eating like chimichangas and like Mexican food. And Daniel Bryan's like, you know, this is not healthy food. Like we think because Daniel Bryan want everyone to do what he was doing. And he was kind of getting frustrated at people and stuff because it's supposed to be a weekend of cleansing. Hey man, and it's his fucking TP. All his rules. <laughs> so, and it, they were supposed to go somewhere, and I forgot. Time to make the fucking chimichangas. <laughs> some with a Buddha. Some I don't know where they were going, but like Renee Young and like everyone else are like, yeah, I just want to stay around the house and like just chill because it's a pretty house and drink Dan- booze. And- yeah, and Daniel Bryan's like, whatever, do whatever you want. I'm gonna go do this. So later on, he comes back. Was he after all drink- like? Was he all like? This is why I got the best like retirement sitting off in wrestling history and you fucking chumps are on this stupid reality show Something like that <laughs> this that's is, how I should have been yeah and he did the DX chop and he said suck it uh, but no he was he was pissed and then later on they showed everyone about to get in the pool 
and Bree wanted to go get Daniel Bryan because he was in his room. And it was like 8 o'clock. He wanted to go to bed because the next day they were leaving. And Bree was like, don't be a party pooper. And like, Just come outside and get in the pool. And he didn't want to. But later on, he came out and he was just, he was all fine and stuff. And he was judging like a, a, a cannonball contest with everyone. So that Did was he get it. it about right? Like, was he right on with his picks? With the cannonball? Yeah. Like how he's a, he's a talented man, obviously in many respects. We he's near and dear to our hearts at this show, but is his cannonball contest judging on point? They didn't really. He didn't really <laughs> judge. He was there looking at them, but they would like jump in. He wouldn't say anything, so they didn't really. Oh. He didn't. I don't know. It was weird. And that Maybe was he's just pretty trying much, to get Bree off his back. Maybe. Yeah, like, get off my dick, woman, or get on my dick. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> According to NativeAmericans.mrdonn.org, uh, a teepee is a Plains Indian home. It is made of buffalo hide fastened around very long wooden poles designed in a cone shape. Teepees were warm in the winter and cool in the summer. Some were quite large. They could hold 30 or 40 people comfortably. God damn, that's a big teepee. Yeah. 15-foot poles were sometimes hard to find, but they became uh, the people became very good at making sturdy poles, and they used them for trade. I apologize for my ignorance. I was uh, not making fun of Native American culture. It was pure ignorance. According to uh, Beavis, uh, TP is for his bunghole. <laughs> we were having a special moment. Oh, Informing. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to land, but oh, apparently it did. And you went until to get there. <laughs> what the fuck kind of show is this? Wrap the show up. Jesus <laughs> that, that was it. That was I'm, it. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Are we still doing a show right now? <laughs> sure. Mm-mm. Girl, Girl bye. <laughs> Thank God. Jesus. So with that being said, <laughs> Lord. That being said, it's time to move into some hot topics. Luke Harper uh, underwent successful knee surgery uh, and is expected to return in late summer. God, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't happen often. I don't get both of y'all. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are interested in TNA, apparently Angelina Love's contract has expired. So don't know if we'll be seeing her uh, I, or not. I thought I read online with the Ken Anderson stuff, like he failed like a, uh, like a, like a, one of those tests, they test him for drugs or whatever. Uh, they the wellness him? policy? Yeah. That's why I thought I read and they fired him. I read somewhere that like he was drunk. Oh, no, no, that was it. Never mind. Yeah, yeah it was it was drunk. Yeah, that was it. Okay. That's what, I didn't know if y'all heard that or not. Yeah. It was the... I had. Um, final bit of Hot Topic news uh, for also for TNA alums. Uh, WWE has reportedly reached out to Eric Young and Bobby Roode. No official word as to what the discussion was about or if uh, either guy would be interested in going I to I read the that they're more interested in Eric Young. Yeah. But it's just because of his age, I would think. Possibly. Because Eric Young is like 35, 36, and Bobby Roode is like 39. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll have to see what the uh, future plays for uh, for those two guys. But 
Wish them all the best. Uh, time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions are answers. Only questions coming to us from Rosewood this week. Uh, multiple questions for us saying, awesome show, guys. Uh, awesome show again, guys. Got Thanks. a few questions I would like to hear your opinions on. I wonder if she um, takes this particular episode. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, my buddy and I were talking about the Hall of Fame and how sometimes a superstar or diva's lifestyle choices can affect WWE's management decisions on whether or not they get inducted. So my question is, do you believe China should be in the Hall of Fame at some point? And if not, should X-Pac be allowed in? In my opinion, uh, I feel that China should be inducted, but I understand the PG image, and there are certain things that WWE want nothing to do with, like the uh, the sex tapes or porn. Uh, but I also think that if they don't let China in the Hall of Fame, then Xbox should not be let in either, since uh, two of the sex ta- since they have two sex tapes together. What do you guys think? Uh, no, I don't think that China should be in the Hall of Fame, but it's strictly because I don't think that she had a Hall of Fame career, not because of any us. Uh, sex work or pornography or sex tapes that she's had. Mm. There is 1,000% a double standard as far as um, who they want to affiliate with because of outside of wrestling stuff. I mean, there is... um, Mike Tyson was convicted of rape. Um, He is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, It looks more and more... It had always been this story that there was a lot of suspicion around Jimmy Snuka and that death, and now that it's been reopened, it looks even worse for him that there's a a possible alleged uh, murderer in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a lot of suspicion around, there's like a lot of crazy stories about Fabulous Moolah and the way that they ran all the girls, like how they mistreated and like ran this really kind of nasty camp about how they like got all the women wrestlers into the business. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin has had a lot of like uh, domestic violence stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there is countless Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan stuff. There is countless examples of not so great people in the Hall of Fame, and there is countless double standards. The real truth to this is that she used to fuck Triple H. That's kind of my opinion. Yeah, where this this lands, and uh, I have no problem with her. Uh, having a porno or a sex tape or even doing sex work or anything like that. I don't view that as... I look at Sonny these days, you know? Yeah, but my opinion on that kind of stuff is the WWE had absolutely no problems selling these women as as sex objects in Mm -hmm. the past until very, very recently the WWE had no problem selling these women as as sex objects. I mean, all the way... Even even all the way up to WrestleMania 24, they had that Playboy bunny match. Bunny mania with Snoop Dogg. But if these these women take their lives into their own hands hands and sell themselves as sex objects and WWE ain't getting a cut, it's a different story. Mm -hmm. So I think it's... I agree with who's this? Uh, Rosewood. Rosewood. I I agree that it's a bunch of bullshit. I hundred. I don't think she's a Hall of Famer just because I don't think she's had a Hall of Fame career. I have a lot of like. We, I mean, we, one one could argue. You know, she was the first woman in the Royal Rumble. She was the first woman to win. Uh, what was it? The European Championship. Uh, yeah, but they played a lot of that as like a lot of her like quote unquote pioneering like intergender stuff is yeah. played as like for laughs and stuff instead mm-hmm. of like super serious. I don't know. Like I would listen to an argument. I wouldn't be appalled if she was in. Right. I'm just saying. I think there are more deserving candidates. Oh, of course. And, uh, but under no circumstances do I personally feel like having a sex tape or pornography should. I think uh, prevent you. X Pac yeah, would get in there before 
Well, Xbox more yeah. than likely going to get in because he's still he's boys buddy, with, yeah. with Triple H, and he works there, right? He works for WWE. Right? No, he doesn't work with them. I, I do does. think there has been a lot of uh, much to do about the way she sort of... I think she has every right to call them out on their bullshit and say, you say this about me, but look at everyone else in your Hall of Fame, or you say this mm-hmm. about me, but look at this. I think she has every right to do that, but I think some people have said she's gone a little... Like out there with the way that she's like conducted herself in regards to it, and that's allegedly not the most professional manner. That's possible. I don't know, but I think she's within her rights to be pissed off about it, and I agree that it's bullshit. Mm Hmm. So, uh, but thank you for that question. The uh, they say uh, another question I have is: uh, Have any of you guys figured out submissions in WWE 2K16? I'm sick and tired of beating the hell out of guys and then being tapped out to a Boston Crab when my guy has taken no punishment. I sort of put down that game. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I still play it. Um, I mean, I I've figured it out. Like I've gotten a little better with the submissions. You just gotta like go one way. If you catch them, to go the other way when they turn around. You just you just gotta time it right. It sucks. It's not the best of the submissions, mm-hmm. you know. But like, you know, work their legs or whatever body part, and then do your submission move and just just try to catch up. I'm like I said, I'm not the best of submissions. But or just I'm, try and I'm, run. <laughs> yeah. And, and it sucks because, like, I like – there are certain submissions. Like, I like playing Rusev, but I'm not really that great with submissions, and his finisher is a submission. And yeah. So. I heard that if uh, – whenever I was still playing it, I heard that if you didn't have, like, limb target damage to red already, don't even bother trying to Yeah, don't. Someone. Yeah, don't. Hmm. As far as getting out, I you just try and – twirl the stick in the right way <laughs> I, yeah I, I still play it I'll, I'll probably play like at least a, a match or two a week so nice uh, and then the final question is who are your top three guys that you use in 2k16 mine are Seth Rollins Rusev and Kevin Owens thanks for answering my question guys you're awesome uh, make the podcast longer so my workday can go by faster and holy crap Johnny Ace married Mama Bella stepdad power oh uh, there's a part in um in Total Divas, when they're at the table and uh, they're talking about how Daniel Bryan and uh, Brie Bella left Josie with um, That's a cute dog. Uh, Brie's mom and Johnny, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and uh, whenever they were leaving and they rolled Can out, you imagine the windows, like Johnny Ace like with a plastic bag on his hand, like picking up dog shit, <laughs> <laughs> pooping power, <laughs> and it's they're just talking about. How Josie's face, she was sad whenever they were leaving. Uh, I think that's a cute dog. Yeah. Uh, whenever I was still playing it a lot, I really liked playing with Kevin Owens and Cesaro and Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn. I think I play with those guys the most. Yeah. I, like Tyler said, I like playing with guys like Rusev, but I, I didn't like that his finisher was a submission, and they're so weird about the submissions this year. <clears throat> um, I'm actually going to go with more than three people. Because I play more than Do two it. people. Because uh, I hardly play, and I don't really have a top three except for like created characters, uh, like Scrambles, uh, the Scrambles, uh, Cesaro, uh, Kevin Owens, uh, Cena, Orton. Uh, I like uh, guys like Cena and Ryback because you can do the double stack like finishers. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor. Um. Yeah, I play a lot with Finn Balor. It, usually, anybody who's new that year gets a lot of play from me, just because they're new. And like, I know they're not like it's cool to see Enzo and Cass's entrance, but they're not the coolest to play with. 
Um, who else? I mean, I just like there's anyone I really will play with. I like I like to get the um just mix up do different storylines and stuff. And I was playing with some of the newer characters. Did you know that Dustin Rhodes, uh, Goldust as Dustin Rhodes, isn't it? Hmm. He's a character. Neat. He's fun to play as. And now you probably like playing as Samojo. Yeah. He's a champ right now. Nice. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Thanks for the questions. Make sure to. And Hideo Tommy. Oh, very good. So there you go. That's going to do it for us this week. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube channel, WNS Video. Also, our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. I'll kick your ass. All right. Let's begin. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore A Bear. At home is playing along with me today. Uh, so that's going to do it for us Probably. this week. Hope you yeah. all enjoy NXT TakeOver and WrestleMania. It's going to be a really fun show, and we'll see you all next week for the podcast crew. I'm Daniel Heron. I'm TP. Bunghole. <laughs> I'm Doug. And we will check you all next week.